On this episode of Tech Talk Taco Tuesday, we talk about Can-Ams, Triumphs, some intros I went to, and of course new Yamahas. But the best thing is, I jumped a motorcycle. Listen to the show. Welcome to Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. That means it's Tuesday. This is Tech Talk. We're coming to you from Pahrump, Nevada, Valley of the Dirt People, back in the studio. I was lost in the woods and uh, out in the desert and a few other places. Glad to be back. Glad to see everybody. This is the show where we answer your motorcycle and motorcycle product-related questions. We have a, a few of them. Yeah, we have a few for the show. But. Producer Matt there in the background, pushing buttons, making things happen. Uh, this show is brought to you by a number of sponsors. Why do we have sponsors? Uh, so that we can be shills for them and we can influence you in ways you never even know. So if you're watching this live, there's a screen up behind me. Actually, if you're watching the video at all, there's a screen behind me. And subliminally, subliminally, these sponsors will be absorbed in your brain and then you will just magically go to their websites and buy their products. Mm -hmm. But we wouldn't have them there if they didn't make good products. And of course, those products are Yamaha. We've got a lot of Yamaha news to talk about. The yeah. 2024 YZ information dropped actually a little bit sooner than most people thought. Uh we got some nice looking bikes. There is uh, Takamoto. They're bringing you the segment that everybody loves, Roost or Endo. This is where, are we full tonight? We're full tonight. Full tonight, but you can still submit a bike actually anytime. Even if you forget to do it now, you could do it later. You send us a picture of your bike. Send us a good picture of your bike. Watch the, watch, watch the, um, watch the show. And then see what we complain about and don't do that. But anyway, send us a picture of your bike. Tell us about the mods you did to it, why you did the uh, mods. And uh, then we'll tell you whether your bike roosts or endos. And if it's the one that gives us the most enjoyment, we give you a $100 gift certificate from Taco Moto. That's tacomoto.co. They make parts and products for well, they sell a lot of stuff and they tune a lot of things and they have they have a lot of information. They have all the cool stuff. So Scott Sports, uh, great goggles. Actually, really good goggles because I rode at Washugal and everybody talks about the the uh you know the shadows and the other stuff. And I use the I had two different pairs of goggles that I went back and forth. I tried light sensitive, and there's no light sensitive that's that fast enough. But I went for the, um, why am I forgetting? I'm just drawing a blank on the name of the uh, amplified lens. The amplified lens, it was tinted enough to make it good in the sunlight and the bright sun, but still not tinted enough to make it good in the shadows. Uh, and I tell you what, that's a place where you really want to have a clear lens, but I don't like clear lenses because I hurt my eyes, especially in, in, and it was weird. It was sunny up there. Like in the Pacific Northwest, strange. Climb, makers of awesome motorcycle gear. DDC, sprockets. I've got one right here. I'm using it as a paperweight to hold down my, uh, hold down all of my notes. DDC chain wheels. These are stainless steel. They last forever. And if they don't last forever, then you must ride a lot more than I do, which is probably not possible. Uh, Trail Tech. 
Fast Company, Seat Concepts, Boltproof Designs, and Double Take Mirrors all bringing you our show tonight. So we are live on Instagram at the moment. And Austin Rayo says, Jimmy, how do I win that shirt? Yeah, that is a nice shirt. Ricky Brabeck. Oh, really? This is yeah, Ricky got this. This is actually Sarah brought it up. Uh-huh. They they were doing rally training the other day. And uh, and she goes, Ricky got you a river shirt. He called it a river shirt. <laughs> so I thought I'd wear it on the wear it on the show. It matches my hat, mm-hmm. matches our logo. Such a cool shirt. So how do you win this shirt? Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna have to figure that out. I, I don't think I want to give this one away. But is that what we do? Is we just that's how you get popular. You you give things away. Yeah, you do give things away. But speaking of giving things away, uh, are uh, is there any updates on the pre-orders? The okay for the shirts, the pre-orders for the shirts. Yeah, I'm working. So this shirt next to me, except it's the gray one. We're gonna have a limited production run of those shirts very soon. And I I was gonna announce it on this show, but I screwed up and I didn't make the form because I gotta have the form ready so that people can order them. So on the next show, I'm gonna make this a priority. We'll uh, get the uh, Tech Talk Taco shirt up and running. Uh, we're going to, uh, you know, get those limited time offer. It shows how much you support the show. And so this shirt, I'm going to make sure that we never do another one like it. It's going to be limited edition. And that means you're like an early adapter to tech talk taco Tuesdays. Cause when this show gets canceled, Oh wait, no grows. And everybody's what? No, it gets canceled. It's not around anymore. Whatever it does. Then you at least have the shirt as a memento. So Mark, the Tech Talk Taco Tuesday shirt, you can buy it and I will get it to you. Like, you'll get the first one. And it won't take a couple months like the other one did. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, uh, yeah, Drakey the Snake says he knows Ricky races uh, UTVs with him. That's awesome. <laughs> Ricky's always getting me weird stuff. He got me sponsored by like a glasses company and then... Sarah got me sponsored by a glasses company, and I usually wear Scott's Scott glasses, but I've scratched or lost all of them, so I'm you know, getting all hooked up with all these things. But uh, it's cool to have uh, friends that are super sponsored and different things like that. Okay, uh, we are going to opinion on the look of the 50th anniversary YZ. Look at this. I'm going to hold this. I'm going to hold this up. I'm going to hold it up to to there. My my opinion on it right there like that is me on i don't i i don't know what year this was uh but i'm going to say 94 uh oh, i have, i have to look at the helmet and think about this now that helmet's up there actually i believe it is um it had to be 91, 92, 93. This is a 90. I think this is 92. What year is the is the Yamaha Retro Graphics? Um, oh, Drakey was one of the kids on the Honda Post with them. Oh, okay. Well, just, just tell everybody you beat them. That's what I do all the time. <laughs> so, um, Pizza Wheel. Pizza Wells. Is going to be the next Tech Talk Taco Tuesday design. What's Pizza 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 Wells? What's that? Pizza 
Pizza. I wonder if it means pizza. Pizza wheels. Pizza wheels. I think. Um, oh, pizza wheels. On yeah, we were go. Yeah, it was. A oh yeah. Instead of a, yeah, because we do do the pizzas good. Pizza wheels. Yeah. I wonder who German Moss is. <laughs> is that uh, they were they were in on the they were uh, in on the Cove talk. Cove too. talk. Yeah. Yeah, he was from another country, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, so tech guy, go ahead and send that to Matt JimmyLewisOffroad.com. Yeah. With a description uh, of the bike as well. Yeah. So for for Roosterendo, you send in a picture, make it a nice picture. Send in like you don't have to list every mod. It's like you're not trying to sell the bike, although that's what it's called Roosterendo or for sale mm-hmm. and strippers. Uh, occasionally there's nothing like putting strippers in anything and you get uh, like 10,000 more views. So roost endo or strippers and for sale. (laughs) Um, that's what we're doing. So let's see if we have any other 92, 93, 93 is when we're getting the oh a 30 year anniversary that so, makes sense so this that, that makes sense because that would have been my 92 this helmet would have been my 92 isde yeah i'm gonna uh, switch the camera so it's closer yeah, to helmet you. yeah it would have been my 90 i gotta angle it so the lights don't flash in i'll get it down there okay that would have been my 92 isde helmet that would have been australia and that would be a 93 yz 250 and had damon bradshaw's number on it Oh, I think, nice. I think 45 was his number at the time. 92. This was, was this his uh, peak year or kind of like? I, I don't, I can't remember even what year I did things. Like I yeah. did, I couldn't even remember. I was going like, what year did I ride the ISD? I don't know. I hit my <laughs> head and then now I wear goofy shirts and have a podcast. Yeah. So with a, with a, like a, a wall with a bunch of junk collected on the back of it that makes it look like it's cool in here. The well-lit plush dirt bike test studios. So anyways, thanks everybody for joining in, whether you're Instagram, whether you're live on the Facebooks or lives on the YouTube, or you're watching this later. If you want to comment, concern, have a question or whatever, type it in the chat. And if this show is gone, type it in the comments and we go back through those. That's where we get a lot of our questions I think we have some some st- I have some stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. I think we have some uh, callers. I'm trying to get more callers. I yeah. don't even know what I did with my. Uh, hopefully, my phone doesn't ring. But I I think I got one that I'm. If they want a phone call in, we have want, to set up for that still. Oh, we can still do it through the phone. Yeah. So we might do that. We have to hang up on Instagram because they can't yeah. hear anything when we get callers like live on the chat. Right. Stuff. So basically what you do is it's the Seat Concepts Hot Seat Hotline. It's actually a Zoom in line. And the link's going in the chat right now. And they're going to put the link up. So if you have a question, you want to come on the show. Every once in a while, we give out prizes to good content people. Like, in other words, whether you're a caller or on the Seat Concepts Hotline, we uh, enjoy people making our show better because I'm very not very good at this. Just I've only been doing it 100 and how many times? Uh, 196. Show 196. Thank you. I wish I had a thing where I could push and give me applause, mm-hmm. get applause for myself. So... Um, Let's see. Do we have any other questions? No questions on the Instagram, but thank you guys, uh, Dirtbike616, for getting that 92.93. It's funny because it was 93. Um, yeah, so it would have been the 93 bike. We rode them in 92. That's how that, that's how that works. So, okay, are we going to jump right into our questions then? Because it will probably provoke mm-hmm. some some other comments yeah yeah so let me go ahead and 
Get me going. So we'll actually go with some of the ch- questions that we pulled right off the chat from the um, right after our covey. So earlier today we went live and answered all of the questions in the Cove 450. So we're not going to talk about that too much, but we had a video on it. It got a lot of questions. So if you're interested in what we think about it, watch the video first. And then if you have any more questions, you can have your questions probably answered. And if that provokes more questions, then then you call back up on Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. So if you want to know what we think about that bike, because that we're getting that question a lot before we wrote it, go watch the video. 21 minutes of nothing but Cove talk. And then we probably talked about it for another 20 minutes, didn't yep. we? Okay. What is Kirk Schreier? So Schreier. 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 I think it's, it's Schreier. Schreier. Okay. Okay. What so do you want to know? 450L and 450X share the same frame. Those mounts are used for the frame-mounted off-road race lights for Baja, etc. I almost have to put my headphones on to hear you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now I can hear you better. Do you need me to say it again, or do you hear No, that? I heard. I can read it, too. I've got the... You get you, you know, gave me a buffer sheet over here, so I know what's going on. So he's talking about the Honda CR450L and X. The frame has some mounts, and it's in in people like the very first time I I saw it, I totally speculated like this is for a rally tower mount or to mount some stuff up there, race lights and things like that. I don't think it's um, I I don't think that it's big enough in itself but there there would have to be some additional bracketry in for honda to do and a honda way to bolt stuff on there but they're there for a reason uh they put those in there for some reason and it hasn't been revealed and if they haven't built that bike already they're going to be late to the game uh so i'm surprised that's the, that's the one thing that constantly surprised me is that it took a company that nobody knew of nobody mm-hmm. knew about to do this first well sometimes you need a a new company to spark innovations because the other ones are just, they can be too caught up in their, kind of, kind of set in their ways. And I mean, talk about what a great way to, to launch, you know, in something that everybody's interested in. I mean, Mm -hmm. you see all these electric bikes doing this now. I'm gonna talk about electric bikes in a minute. See a lot of electric bikes and that's kind of crowded because everybody thinks that's where it's at, but it's like, Hey, let's just take something that's completely missing. Dual sport adventure bike, lightweight, large fuel tank capacity go it's just missing from the market we have little ones we have big ones we don't have any real mid real mid size i don't i i once you're over you know once you're in two cylinders you're on you're it's it's a it's a big bike so uh mike h pops up with a question uh 2021 honda uh 450 rl neutral light stays on in first and second gear advised to diagnose uh, advice to diagnose will it hurt to leave it if it's not really needed. Oh, that's a good question. So it stays on in first and second gear. So that's usually, so on the shift drum, there's a sensor in your, in your cases that picks, picks that up. And how I, I would think if it would stay on one or the other, I'm just thinking how it works. I don't think it's getting the information from the, from the ECU, I think there's actually, because I know there's different maps. That bike has different ignition maps for what gear you're in. So maybe it does know what gear it's in. That's a, that's a really good question. So what I would do, here's what I would do. Uh, 
I would take that sensor, I'd lay the bike on its side and take the sensor out of the case and just visually inspect it to see if there's some debris caught up in there or there's a reason. And, and I would, you know, put it neutral, shift it into first, look and see what it looks like, shift it back to neutral, go to second, see what it looks like, go to the third and see if something changes in there as far as, uh, you know, what that you're not going to be able to see, but if there's some, something that's blocking that sensor, um, that would be the first thing just to see whether it's mechanical. If it's, if there's nothing inside of there, then it might be something electrical, like where the ECU is not totally able to, um, it's not able to just um, distinguish between neutral and first and neutral and second. But yeah, I would check to see if there's not some sort of ins instruction. Oh, the bike has a get ECU. There's your problem. <laughs> yeah, Mike, uh, I'm going to go back to something that I've said on this show many, many times. What was the last thing you did to the motorcycle or what did you modify to create this new, new problem? So the get obviously uh, is not sending the same level of information uh, back out to the, to the wires and stuff. So maybe just trying to think of if, so that, that would indicate that maybe that light is controlled more so by the, like I said, there's different ignition maps for, it knows what gear it's in. Um, yeah, maybe, or there, I would still, I would still pull the sensor out and see if there's, if there's, um, something in there, but, uh, I don't ever really look for neutral indication. <laughs> it's not something I usually feel it, you know, mm -hmm. because I've, I've actually seen bikes get kind of, the worst thing that happens is when the bike finds a false neutral, maybe between second and third or something like that. And, and it's not a real neutral. <laughs> and then the vibration or something causes it to jump into gear when you think it's in neutral. Uh, I mean, I haven't done that too much, but it has happened. So if, if, if I'm relying on a light, then I think I'm too dumb to be able to ride a motorcycle. Shouldn't be, I shouldn't have to do that. That's just me personally though. <laughs> so it was actually a super Sandy ride that was going on when the occurred issue progressed over that day. That doesn't make any sense but i would check that i would check that sensor maybe the sensor is loose and doing something funny um like that's why i, I was kind of curious if it if it was if the ecu is telling that light to turn on or it's actually some sort of a you know like a like a trigger kind of like you know there's a there's a switch on your on your brake lever when you pull your brake lever and you hear the switch tick and that's what turns the lights on on analog bikes now bikes that are all can bus and all this stuff uh, it's all done through ECU control. So hopefully that uh, hopefully that answers your question. Let me know what you find out, um, if the, if any of the stuff I said makes any sense. So tech guy was saying, why can't Yamaha build a YZ350FX? And why can't Yamaha build a <laughs> YZ300X with a starter? I ask the same questions every day. I, I totally agree with you, Matt. And Yamaha, fine sponsor of this show, please build a yz 350 size motor and put it in all the platforms because that motor would be insane. I think Yamaha is just going to tell you our 250 is so powerful that we don't need to make a 350. Is that, is that actually what their response is? No. 
No, but it, I mean, their their two fifty of all the two fifties is the most three fifty like. Yeah, but it would benefit. It would. It would. I think it would really show how good a three fifty could be. I think three fifties right now. You know, the Austrian brands are pretty good. I think if Yamaha made one, it would be incredible. And why don't they put a starter on the? Their philosophy with the YZ two-stroke is keep it simple. They're trying to just keep it simple, keep it simple, keep it simple. And therefore, going to electric starting or fuel injection, all this stuff at this time isn't exactly what they want to do because I think it would drive cost up and drive profits down because they're making they're they're using a bike that's been around for a long time and they sell plenty of them and it's still plenty good and so that's uh that's where they're at would uh what a good answer to the why no electric start would that be stop buying yz250s and then maybe there'd be an electric start Mm -mm. matt we can't say that on the show you have to buy yamaha's that's the only bikes you can buy so don't say stop buying yz250s but if you do want an electric start uh, 300cc two-stroke, there's there's an option. There's three different colors of the same option, pretty much. Mm-hmm. There, there is that. And I think that, in all honesty, part of, you know, maybe not on our, on our super performance-focused guys that are looking for this kind of stuff. It, there's a lot of people that are just looking for simple and Yamaha has that, you know? So uh, not to say that I, I would really, I mean, just how good the YZ 250 two stroke motor is. Cause it's still really, really good. If they made a 300, you know, the, with all the stuff on it, it'd probably be a really good bike too. Maybe they'll mm-hmm. have to someday. Maybe they know. Um, the only thing it probably wouldn't do is, is start as good. <laughs> Yamaha <laughs> has to figure out their electric starting. Uh, just sometimes it's great and sometimes it's not. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, more questions. Yeah. We'll go back to the sheet here. So John R had said, meanwhile, the Honda 450 L has two mysteriously unused threaded holes on this head tube. Yes. That's, that's what we were talking about with Mm -hmm. it. It's, it's, it's there for something. Don't know what, um, maybe, maybe they were going to make one of those, you know, rally like bikes and they just decided not to. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay so uh we all go back to some chat stuff or uh i see yeah if there's stuff up higher for sure we need to keep up with this mm-hmm. and, and yeah they would not be able to keep up with it the, no they, they'd be able to keep up with the demand if i i would think that they would sell you know just thinking that the bike would be good they would sell so many of those things but maybe they already sell enough of those things and you know, they're making a lot of different products and you look across the, you know, you look across the, 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 the product line and I guess they feel like they've, they've filled it up. But there was a time when Yamaha made a YZ50, a YZ60, a YZ80, a YZ100, a YZ125, a YZ250 and a YZ465. That was a lot of Yamahas. And now, mm-hmm. you know, when you look at with, with, they have, you know, YZ65, 85, 125, 250, 254-stroke, 450, and then they have the special edition ones. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of that's a lot of bikes, still. But I know I I agree. 
tech guy. I totally agree. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Roach. Roach crew. Let's see. Looking at buying a new KX450X, would you recommend waiting for the 24 model to come out or get the 23 model? I have not ridden the 24 yet, so I don't know. Uh, but they have released the information on it. It's pretty much going to be an all-new bike. I. It seems like Kawasaki is whatever they do with the KX450R, they do with the X. So it, it's not like you're going to have to wait a year. Um to to get those those updates they do it they do it right away because they don't really change a lot of stuff so i think it just depends on how those especially since you said x it just depends on how those um those changes affect the kind of the handling and the chassis because i'm pretty sure the motor is going to be fairly similar and the motor with the different clips and stuff uh is for the most part uh tunable not nearly as tunable as the yamaha by the Mm -hmm. way power tuner app the Best thing about the Yamaha four strokes. And I'm playing around with my WR and love it. But anyways, back to the KX4. You should actually, he's just by, actually you should get the 24 YZ450 FX. Cause that's going to be an all new bike. That's going to be a good one that we, Trevor and I were just talking about this before we came on the air because we, I finally got to ride the YZ, the, the 23 YZ450 and when I'm riding, I'm going, oh, the FX is going to be good. The changes they made, I think, are going to carry over into the off-road bike uh, quite a bit quite a bit better. So, more questions? Oh, yeah. Let me get them up here. So, this is from last week's Tech Talk, where we did talk about the Kove a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, and I didn't think to go to last week's Tech Talk for some of the Kove questions, but... Uh, Jimmy, China's coming to get you. I love your rant. Now I don't feel alone in my paranoia, but the bike looks awesome. China's coming to get me. Yep. Well, we we talked so. we talked about this. It's so they're going to they they've already got the kids all hooked on TikTok, and so just one day they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna activate the kids through TikTok, and they've been giving them Kobe riding lessons. So these kids have three hundred and nine miles of range. Now, because they're going to know to go hop on a Kobe and then attack. Mm-hmm. So just remember, because it's all going to be synchronized. They're coming to get me. What did the guy, he bought bikes based on DBT reviews? Yep, tech guy. He did. Bought a 2015 and a 15-250FX uh, and a 16-450FX based on the DBT reviews, saying they weren't wrong. <laughs> we... We're very good at describing how motorcycles work based on a large knowledge base of experience and taking opinions from qualified people that ride them. Uh, so that's cool. Tech guy, long time, long time supporter. We really uh, appreciate that. Okay, so Ron Hartle saying uh, better metal means you less need less of it. The Chinese metal isn't stellar, so that's why they over. Uh, over uh, over engineer with it to get the the same strength because the, the metals are worse yes that's Wh- what where did the, where Ron did these, where did these how come these questions didn't come up in the uh these were from last week's tech talk these oh, from, are the only two okay yeah, yeah so because they have inferior metal they have to use more of it that's what that's he's what he's saying, saying. i wouldn't doubt that i mean that's a Mm -hmm. that's probably i think it's not that they have inferior metal i just don't 
think that their that their testing is as rigorous. And so they're 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 just erring on the safe side and heavier and stronger is safer. And you know, why wouldn't you? We're you have companies now that do a lot of R and D and a lot of um specializing to get you know, the, like you look at the bicycle industry where they're just, they're going down to the, you know, these, you know, grams on parts. And it's like they, they shave grams, but you've watched, I've watched companies like, you know, Yamaha and KTM take the same attention to detail and they'll just focus on a single part. They'll focus on a foot peg or they'll focus on a brake caliper and they're going to take this many grams off. And I just laugh because it's one mud puddle or mm-hmm. for me, one cheeseburger. And it's that doesn't matter too much anymore. <laughs> uh, you okay. need to toot your own horn sound effect. Uh, Curly, <laughs> he changed his name back to his regular name. <laughs> uh, I I need a whole soundboard. I really want for show by show two hundred. I'll have this figured out. This whole uh, platforming, this whatever we we're because uh, we're not a podcast. We're a um, we're a Live show, live no, stream. No, multi. It's like a multi. It's a broad, broad. It's like a broadcast, but a different word. Somebody told me the name of what we did. I don't even know what we do. I basically, somebody said I couldn't do it. And guess what? <laughs> so here we are. Um, yeah, lots of uh, lots of people on the Instagrams. We're going to have to clip them off pretty soon because I think we're going to get a get a call in here pretty quick. Uh, so. Oh, sweet. Thank One. you, 1971 Puffy. We Nin- appreciate it. Are there any aftermarket suspension for the Tenny Tenere 700 worth the money? Aggressive Desert Rider, just older now. So we're going straight to this question because he actually he donated. donated money to us. Yes, wow. thank you. We really wow. appreciate that. It keeps us going. It's like twice as much as we make on the whole show. Yeah, from Rider Revenue. Killer. Awesome. So, yes, actually, I have, just because you did this, I'm gonna. It's gonna give me extra motivation to go into the garage and bolt on the TourTech shock that I got. So I have a TourTech shock for my um, Tenere to test because they want me to. They they kind of they kind of know where it's set up for, which is probably not somebody that maybe is as aggressive as me. But I know how to adjust things and I know how to test things. So we're gonna put it on there and try it. So I will let you know. Uh, I don't know right now. I'm pretty impressed with the stock Yamaha suspension. And I'm not saying that just because Yamaha sponsors this show. I'm saying that because they did really good standard settings for an adventure bike. But when you say aggressive desert rider, that means pounding hoops. That's Mm -hmm. what that means to me. And I don't know of any adventure bike that I want to pound hoops on or that I would knowingly pound hoops on. So um, I, I think I, and having ridden heavy twin cylinder factory rally bikes and back when we did it, there were not hoop-de-doos in rally races. Just, they were, they were, you were going long distances and very remote places. So we didn't have that. And when we took the the HP2 and brought it to Baja and we had a, a lot of money and a lot of budget behind us 
So much so that BMW wanted to win the Baja 1500 on this thing. And I said, no, you can't. And they said, we don't care. We want to try to win it. We'll pay riders and all this stuff. And I said, doesn't matter. Just because you can't get a big heavy bike to go through bumps. And back then, bumps and Baja were getting ridiculously big. So we tried, we had an air shock. We had, uh, you know, custom regular spring shocks and the air shock was amazing by the way, but it only lasts 250 miles before it would overheat and things would bad stuff would happen. So the, the answer is you're never going to get it to work like a dirt bike. doesn't matter what adventure bike it is, but can you make it better? Uh, absolutely. And this is the question I want to answer. Is it worth the money? The shock on the Tenere has the potential to be built up just like with a revalve and a respring, you can make it pretty good. I don't know if it would require having the body hard anodized because once you start asking a smaller shock to do a lot of work on a big, heavy bike, you're doing a lot of that with damping and that could, you know, cause, cause some issues. But I, I mean, as an adventure bike, I think it's great. Uh, I don't want to ride it like pull Torres. I'm not that yeah. big and that strong. And you don't want to take it to Romaniacs? No, I don't want to do Romaniacs. I just I just watched that guy just smashing that thing and it just and they've taken a lot of weight off his bike and <laughs> that guy's gnarly. Yeah. So I saw um, his prologue GoPro. Holy crap. We almost landed on the dude. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, that's I tell you what, that's one of the most gnarly things ever. I should pull a picture. There's a picture of me like running my head into the concrete after my my Husaberg stepped out on the elevated log skipping thing. Mm-hmm. It 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 started, it was wet and started going sideways. And imagine like, you know, th- enough space so that the bike can fit through just like foot peg width. So so when you're skimming across it, like that, as long as you're going straight, your wheels won't fall in. But the minute you start going sideways, then the, the bike hooks. And all I think about is like my leg is going to snap off. And mm-hmm. so I just kept getting back and just trying to carry it. And finally, I just I high sided off the, the end. So you high side off of the top of a table, essentially. So, uh, yeah, 1971 Puffy. Uh, I, I will I will answer your question when I know know the answer. Uh, like I said, I'm kind of right now with, if mine, if I was just doing my stock one, I definitely need to go up on a spring rate, mostly on the rear specifically, mostly because of putting extra weight on there when I kind of camp and do stuff off of it, but it worked fine for most of the stuff. And I think if I, if I had to go up like two spring rates on the rear to get the kind of balance I want, I'm going to have to bring the front spring rate up as well. So, but I will get back. Uh, Yamaha makes soundboards. What does that mean, George? For the uh, sound drops. Oh, I, we used to use a Yamaha um, it's mixer. The, it's the remote one. Yeah, the remote one's a Yamaha mixer. Uh, so Yamaha uh, bringing you mixers, pianos, Tech Talk Taco Tuesday, and motorcycles. Nice. So uh, Jermaine had added something uh, as well when we were talking about the metals, the mm-hmm. Chinese metals, saying the weight problem is that many of the parts are standardized, starting uh, sharing many parts with standard metals. Uh, even with many specific parts, they can barely remove a few kilos. So he is 
with he said with standard model. So he's saying that they're they're using the same part across many bikes. Mm-hmm. That's I mean that's the engines. Yeah, Th- yeah, those those engines they they make one thing, and we'll we'll get into this a little bit more when we talk about the Can Ams. They got uh, they've been kind of dropping information in kind of weird ways. And and when I saw the 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 president and CEO of of um, the parent company talking about his motocross and enduro racing history way back mm-hmm. when with on can ams i'm like oh they're they're doing something they're really uh trying to trying to do something and then uh uh jason abbott got in touch with us today and shared a couple more videos and they kind of started releasing images do we have an image of the bike yeah yeah but i do want to cover this before we come back right. to that so so any anyhow uh you know, they, they make one thing and then they try to put it in as many things as possible. And when you're trying to build a high performance bike of some sort, like the Cove 450, they want that to be higher performance. You got to make everything just for that bike. I mean, yeah, sure. The brakes are the same and all the things, but when you start talking about, you know, frames, they want that frame to be able to use other stuff. Although I think that frame is pretty specific. So, but yeah, that's what he's talking about. The standard standardization. It's just, cost and you know and if they're going to try to sell it for a low cost and make money then they've got to do it so he says exacta right yeah exact exacto yep exactly (laughs) perfect okay okay so um he did actually add in another point too that i had missed um so uh he said but the standardization is what in turn serves to make the parts better and safer correct and uh, we'll get Jason Abbott on here pretty soon. Yeah, and, and Jason, we'll I'll go put the link here for if you want to copy that for later. Farther in there. And then Dirt Bike says, what if they just add electric start to the YZ250X? Uh, it's not that easy. <laughs> well, and wouldn't your answer kind of be the same, though? That their their whole philosophy with the YZ two strokes is to keep them simple as possible? Yeah, that, I mean that's the thing. And 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 uh, dirt bike six one six says I have a YZ two fifty, and it's nice to have a motor that is so simple that you just have to send it, <laughs> that you won't have to send it to a shop to fix. So it, it is. I mean, there's just so you think about it. To go electric start, you have to increase the charging capacity. So so you have to do that. Then there has to be some extra gear, so it requires entirely new center cases. So you're adding weight and complexity. And, you know, there's extra wires and things like this. It's just to try to keep it really, really simple. Um, yeah. So, and then Texas Jesus asked me if, if, if I remember the time we recycled, we put recycled water into the radiators on our car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause, cause basically I was, uh, we were, we were, we had GoPros on us in a, in, in a, in a race. And I had to make sure the GoPro wasn't filming me putting recycling recycle, water, recycling water yeah. back into the radiator. That's what I had to say. Cause he go, he pointed at me, he goes, Hey, what are you doing? And I'm like, uh, putting recycled water back in the radiator. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> and, uh, Jermaine is sorry for his bad English. Actually, it came through in a different language. Yeah. Yeah. So my, yeah. Yeah. It, I actually put it through Google translate and I got the exact same answer that he, Put in for oh, it eventually English. it eventually switched yeah, yeah. up. Yeah, no, that's that's uh, it's no problem. We we like to pro- pro- provide an international show here. We talk to the whole world. 
because it's there's no borders anymore. <laughs> Let's see, dirt bike spelled B Y K. What does he want to know? I was talking to the guys in China about their experiences with the Production Cove 450. First glaring thing is they are paying 6k US dollars for a new one. Uh, they are going for uh, 4,500 US dollars. They're paying. 6K. Oh, used, used, going US 44 dollars for yeah. a new one, and then 4,500 used. Talking to the guys in China about their experience with Production Cove. Huh. Six thousand for a new one, and they're going. Well, that's. You know, it's like anything. If if there's tariffs and duties on importing and exporting, there's mm -hmm. shipping costs or stuff like that. Adds three K is worth the import to get it to me here. Yeah. Um, you know, and and what you don't see is is the majority of the cost of a dirt bike in the United States specifically is legal and insurance and homologation and 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 it's not the it's not the just the parts of the bike and certain you know certain bikes is i think especially the the motocross bikes you think about it the selling crf 450rs cover jet lawrence and chase sexton salary not even close no that bike's it's won every motocross national so it's clearly the best bike ever right if you just this is what people say it's winning everything. Honda's getting a ton of exposure on it. No way in hell is is that going to cover the bonuses that they're having to pay out, which is a lot of it's done through insurance and stuff like that. But it, you know, those some of those guys are really hard to get to insure to get their bonuses paid uh, through for the company. You know, sometimes the championships are still available, but like that, it's it's expensive to 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 get a bike over here. You know, Cove Co is running a. a factory rally effort so that's cost money and and so there's there's other things that kind of tack on to the to the costs of things so yeah three thousand dollars is uh yeah i bet you so if you went and buy that'd be interesting if you went and bought one in china you know you had a chinese buddy or something that could buy it and then they could put it in a box and ship it over here and you actually did it properly you know, snuck it in, <laughs> did it properly. I mean, sneak it in. Mm -hmm. It probably cost you a couple grand, yeah. you know, by the time you did it, you know, so, and you're not doing it. And then on top of that, you know, the, the people that are importing here need to make some money, you know, in, in doing all this. So, yeah, it's the business side of it, which I know nothing about. Everybody tells me I'm uh, adverse to making money. But that's not what, what's his name that sent us some money? Um, what, what was his, the guy? 1971. 1971. Puff. Help, helped us out. Puffy, yeah. 1971 Puffy. Thank you very much again. Hey, I'd like to give a shout out to our friends at Inside Line Moto. I was going to wear the Inside Line Moto shirt mm -hmm. today, but I got this nice uh, river shirt. So couldn't there wear we it. Go. Um, okay. Any other... Uh, Jermaine had said, also added, uh, it's only reliability problem because today there are Chinese motorcycles uh, with more than uh, a hundred thousand kilometers in Argentina. Oh yeah, there, there's, there's a lots of they, they have no problem building motors that run for a long time and continue to run where higher performance engines would just explode. These things are, you know. It's not like the whole old Honda like XR 
bikes that ran at a pretty good performance level for a long time. They started at a lower performance level and they run and run and run and they get worse and worse and like can suck sand and the valves can flop around and they're just built like tanks sometimes. And then you have one that'll go 200 miles and then the crank will snap in half. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's just kind of quality control. So uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's popular. Uh, somebody says that true Lizzie Sorry, Sorelia says, I think he asked about peeing. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. It was recycled. That's what recycled water is. Yep. Sometimes I like to say that that this is a, it's beer flavored energy water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of carbs. Yeah. It's beer flavored energy water. It's not mm-hmm. really, it's kind of beer flavor. It's not really beer. Mm-hmm. If you're a beer snob or something like that, that's why I like to drink tequila <laughs> or tonight whiskey, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. Oh. Okay. Um, hey, uh, Instagram is great hanging out with you guys. Uh, thanks for watching. If you want to continue, go over to our YouTube channel or our Facebook channel. We're live there for the rest of the show where you get to see everybody's favorite se- segment brought to you by Takamoto, Roost, or Endo, where we like to tell you that your bike hopefully provided us some entertainment. So we will see you soon. And now. Okay. All right. So uh, we set a new personal record on Instagram. Nice. It must have been the shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Ricky. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I'm going to go back to the sheet here really quickly. So NC4648 had asked, hey, Jimmy, I just picked up a 23 Yamaha YZ250 FX. I ride in Arizona. I was wondering if you had any maps for some tight single track or flowy single track. Yes, it, but it kind of depends on you, you. So when somebody asks me for a map, I usually get back to them. I think I think he sent me an email today. And I told him to come on the show, and I actually wanted to talk to him mm-hmm. because this is this is the question I have for him. It's it's like what is the stock one doing right now that you don't like, and and I and at that I need to know like at what throttle position, what RPM is that not doing it because. He could be, let's just say, for instance, he's a really light rider. This is Tech Talk Taco Tuesday 196. Yep. Yeah. Okay. 196. And if my fat figures could do that, um, I would be good. Uh, so if he was really light and he was telling me that the that the low end was not where, where he wanted it, and then we talked about it a little bit, and I find out that he's actually – like it's really just the on-off throttle response. It would be much different than a guy who was like really heavy that was telling me that he was having a problem with the low throttle response. And you find out that it's a little bit higher up in the in the RPMs because like the the light guy can get away with something that the heavy guy would stall, would make the bike stall. So there's there's a lot more to it than just you know. And I can I can send you a couple different maps. That's no problem. But then you just, you know, plug them in. But I'd like to send you a, a, a good map or at least say, or I'll say, here's the map that I'm using. But if this doesn't work or if you feel this, try these changes. Because mm-hmm. ideally, you you want to be able to make your own map. That's the cool thing about, you know, having the ability to customize this stuff is that, you know, you can take it and then you can look at, like, I like this one, but I don't like this one. You start looking at it and then you go, oh, I, I see what's different here. So it does make a it does make a pretty big uh, difference in what you can do. But some people just want to plug and play. They just want to tell me what's better. I want to put it in. So, uh, but I don't like to send 
out something because I've I've sent stuff to people and they go, oh, that sucked. And I'm like, for me, it didn't. <laughs> right. And and now and now that you said that, now I want to talk to you even more because I want to figure out like why you know tell me why. So that's a uh, that's the the thing. Okay. Next question. So this is actually from an older video from the our beta 300 teardown from John's oh, wow. beta. Okay. Uh, I'm kind of into the 24 RX 300. Uh, how is the beta build quality? Oh, he's he's asking about it because he saw our rebuild on the old one. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? The motor's all exactly the same. I it, mean, not not exactly the same, huh. but it's pretty. It's the same architecture. Okay. I don't think that the beta quality has changed. At all, you know, it seems like it seems like they just stayed. That country's like that company's like 120 years old. I mean, they've been <laughs> around for a long time, so they then you know they, they they know how to do it. So I was I've always been impressed with the the betas. They they're they're you know they're a little heavy, mm-hmm. but that you know there's more motorcycle there. There's some there's some heavier parts in there. I think one of the things it'll be interesting to see what happens with their motocross bikes. Like what they do when they really start going motocross racing, uh, you know, if they actually start building a, a very specific or they really start to kind of hone that thing down and make it, you know, make it smaller. Cuz they're they're in for 24 Supercross, aren't they? Yep, they're going to yeah. Do they have uh, Benny Bloss? Do they have anyone else or I think they're going to have two riders is what I heard. Okay. Yeah, not not totally up on exactly what they're doing, but they, you know they've got a guy riding the MXGPs right now, mm-hmm. and so they're you know they're they're committed, they're doing stuff like that. So, uh, you know what news dropped this week? Speaking of new stuff, yeah, it has to do with motocross Triumph. New frame Triumph finally showed. Well, no, it's an all new show. bike. Yeah, they finally showed something you know they've kept that thing under wraps pretty well yeah. there's been some kind of you know half-assed little videos popping up here and there when i used to work in a magazine we would be all over trying to get spy photos and info and different things like that now i barely care but uh ricky carmichael mm-hmm. says hey look at the new frame <laughs> <laughs> so uh i saw that we have it up on dirt bike test we have that video up if you want to check Check that out. Who was their primary test rider? It was Ricky Carmichael. Ivan Tedesco. Tedesco, that's who it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or I don't know if he's his primary guy, but he's definitely doing some stuff. There's a lot of guys. but they And there's have, a GP guy too, isn't there? Yes. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so they have uh, really the, the probably the guy that they leaned on the most was Dave Arnold, who is really sharp guy, um, was responsible for – you know, the factory Hondas that were just sought after back when they were work spikes. And then he could also kind of deconstruct the problems the, the riders were having, even when they had to go to production chassis and stuff, he could figure out what they needed to do. He understands chassis dynamics and, and things like this. It's an interesting design. Um, surprisingly, you know, they're, they're saying it's their own design. Uh, they just copied Yamaha two stroke aluminum frames. Why is he 125 and why is he 250? Wait, was it aluminum frame bike? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's aluminum. Yep. Uh, so it's a center backbone, not a spar, which there's a lot of advantages to this. It's just kind of, it's kind of simple. Uh, it, But they haven't shown the motor yet. And it'll be, I think the motor is going to be pretty conventional. 
they're just judging by the shape of the frame. I don't think they're going to do anything weird like spin the cylinder around backwards or, or you know, have a side intake or anything crazy like that. But the chassis, the frame that they showed looked pretty conventional. So that means that you, I think that that design kind of limits what you can do with the intake. It has to be, it, it, if it's a center backbone, it's hard to do like a downdraft right out of the top. And which is kind of what you sort of want. You sort of want this. They want to have a have a real clean intake in, intake track. And considering they're starting out with a 250, which is a very horsepower dependent class, that's going to be the interesting uh, thing to see. You know what that really what that motor does. And uh, I'm sure if it's slow, it'll handle really good because that's what slow bikes do. Yeah, <laughs> but but maybe maybe it's going to be a ripper. It'll be interesting. I mean, that's that's now now we're waiting for the motor news. Mm-hmm. You know, then they'll they'll kind of drop the motor, but they're kind of Do they tease? They tease that they're going to kind of do it in in segments and things. I think what's going to happen is that they're actually going to start put riding this thing in public pretty soon and some of these racers that have signed contracts to to go race this next year are going to get on it and they want to make sure that they tell us about it before you know, those, cause at that point they can no longer keep it secret. There's just too much, there's too many man friends and, and people that mm-hmm. work at the tracks and stuff that uh, we'll see all that stuff. But uh, it's good to see them actually, you know, showing something uh, that's, that's a, that's a good step. Uh, but we'll, you know, like I said, to be determined uh, we have, Oh, I went to the Alpine stars ride day up in Washougal. I want to talk about that. That was pretty cool. So the day after the Outdoor National up at Washougal, Alpine Stars introduced their 2024 gear. You have some photos of this, Matt, I believe. Yeah, yeah. You have our, just throw that throw that group photo of everybody standing out there in front up on the screen. And so if you... I will soon here. Uh, sorry, I was doing some Zoom stuff. Yeah, you're not uh, able to see uh, this if you're listening to it, of course, but we're standing on one of the jumps at, uh, at Washougal. This is the post that Alpine Stars actually put on their Instagram, isn't it? I don't know. I think it is. I didn't pull anything out of the toilet this morning. I didn't. I didn't go on the Instagrams yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so but no, because I saw this on Instagram. I was like, uh, I, it was from Alpine Stars, and it took me a second to find you. Oh, I have a cowboy hat on. Yeah, that's how. That's how I found you. Yeah, cowboy hat. So I'm the fat guy. Fatter. There's a lot of really fit people there. Like some of those guys run their pants really, really tight. Mm-hmm. I mean, not tight around the butt, a belt, a, a belly. Mm-hmm. Like they, they're they're tight everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of those, they, they look like they're they they've somehow got like a they've got a like a, a twenty six waist chassis with thirty two sized legs. So, uh, but what an awesome experience to ride around the the track. So thanks to Alpine Stars, uh, the twenty four gear is they've they've added more stretchy stuff to a lot of the stuff uh just working on getting a better fit of lots of different colorways i should tell you this segment is brought to you by climb <laughs> how does how does that work jimmy well because climb supports this show climb makes the gear that i wear most of the time but a lot of times when i'm doing photos when i do when i go do photos at motocross tracks which isn't that often anymore but when i go do that you know i generally wear alpine stars gear because it's it's good i like it um Actually, it fits really good. I'm a 34, and their 34 pants are actually roomy enough, especially for, like, if I decide to wear knee braces, which I usually do when I ride at the track. Uh, but I didn't this time just because I haven't been riding the track and just went with knee cups. But uh, show, you, just, let's pull up the picture of the big jump in the back. 
Okay. Do you want you or you the, want your picture? Yeah, first? my picture first. So there's a big jump in the back. Actually, I bet you if you were if you were good with this, you could go side by side. Could you put them up? Can you put two? Yeah, I could. Here up in a second. The, just uh, you got to shrink that down. Show the uh, the airtime uh, in the back. But so I'm wearing the super comfy uh, Alpine Stars gear. So do they get to see it sliding all over the screen? Yeah, they see this. They see it slide. They see you doing all the the work. Matt's yeah, yeah. pushing buttons like crazy right now. So this is that big. Uh, they call it the road jump in the back. And so uh, the the YZ I rode the twenty three YZ four fifty. Um, Yamaha brought some bikes up there for the journalists and stuff to ride. I got to ride that around, and it was so comfortable that uh, that I was able to easily get nine tenths of the way over that. Nine tenths, but like the the transition on that jump was it it had a it had a huck to it, and I mean, if you saw any guys doing whips off of it, oh here's where we're gonna get the other photo up there. If you saw the guys doing whips off, so Brock Tickle does a lot of test test uh, stuff with Alpine Stars gears. He wears their boots and helmets, and uh, so they I grabbed the photos. They had the same photo of Brock doing the jump, and Matt's gonna put this up here. So this is the difference between old uh, Moto guy. This is the angle. That you take, yeah. <laughs> take going over, they hit this thing so stinking fast they have to scrub it, and and then they're 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 actually you know getting the bike set up in the air so that they land turned mm-hmm. when they when they you know they're landing turn. I just go off of it nice and straight. In fact, one time, so I got to, this is a cool part about it. I got to ride on the track with Jet Lawrence, Chase Sexton, uh, Jason Anderson, guys guys like that. Of course, they're just blowing past the guy. And so I can attest to how much the roost hurts there, mm-hmm. which, which I I've known this because I've ridden a local a local race and a Grand Prix up there before. But yeah, this is the di- <laughs> the difference. That's that's me doing a doing a whip. In fact, I think because the way that those guys go up on the jump face, there's kind of a there's kind of a line in a in a in a in a little bit of rut where it actually started turning because they're actually turning and scrubbing. And so my rear end, even though I'm trying to get the front end to go down where his front end is thing, I think my rear end is actually falling the wrong way right now. Mm-hmm. As I'm falling out of the sky, he's aiming down and I'm just going, well, I hope I make this stinking thing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, gear was comfortable. And then and then the very last uh, one of my last laps there, I I decided to get 10 tenths over it. Uh-huh. And I did a nice, like, I'm really good at this. I'm like a pro at this. I overjumped a little bit. So I landed down at the bottom. Hands came off the handlebars. Uh, that's why I'm scratching this scab on my. Oh. I flew into the, I, I thought, I, I well, the hand came off and then I couldn't get on the brakes because it turns right there. You land and you're in the turn. And I didn't want to shoot off the high part of the berm. So I kind of went straight, just went straight. And luckily there was a fence and a. That kind of slowed the slowed the speed as I kind of went into the punji sticks of the forest. Mm-hmm. This is why I just shouldn't. This is why I need to ride one twenty fives around motocross tracks. But I did ride our Yamaha WR two fifty test bike mm-hmm. on the track, and that was a lot of fun. So when people ask, go ahead and throw that photo up there. When people ask, do you guys test these bikes? How do you know the suspension is too stiff, too soft, whatever? Um, oh wait, that's that's a Honda 450. See, I do know how to get on the gas out of a turn. Put that back up there. 
Oh, no, they didn't see that one yet. Oh, send it up there. Come on. I, see, I know how to get on the gas coming out of a turn. But everybody else tell me it's like, it's because you're sitting too far back in the seat and the bike did a wheelie. But uh, no, put the put the the the, uh, the Yamaha two fifty one. So one with the headlight. I don't know if that's it. Yeah, that's it. So there it is. That's the WR two fifty being ridden around a motocross track. And so I went out, rode around, played around with maps because mm-hmm. at that point I wanted. And this thing has it has, it has the competition ECU on it and stock muffler still. And I was like. I still had a really good fun time. In fact, some guy came off the track and told me he almost landed on me because I wouldn't jump the jump in the back. Mm-hmm. And so when we start talking about like, hey, how does the suspension work? What does it do? I had the speed coming up to that jump to be able to do it. But the suspension would compress so much going into the jump face and then start rebounding that you just couldn't get the distance. Mm-hmm. I imagine if I was really good at scrubbing, I could actually start scrubbing like before the suspension started rebounding, but then I wouldn't jump very far. I'd probably jump into the face anyways, which was where I was landing when it was going there. But uh, yeah, Alpine Stars, thanks for uh, letting me come out and ride the track and uh, testing out the gear. Got to wear the new Tech 10, the newer version of Tech 10 boots, which I haven't worn before. Hmm. Uh, Man, they've improved that boot. I wasn't a big fan of it before, uh, I'd still have to play around a little bit because my one ankle is kind of funky to to get because it has a booty inside of it and has hinges on it. And before I used the Tech Ten, always to me felt like a slipper. I was always a Tech Eight guy, and I know some people like were Tech Eight people and they went back to Tech Seven because they just didn't like Tech Ten. Give it a try. Good boot, really, really uh, good boot. So um, Baja Bound Adventures, thank you. I don't know if that, is that Tim or Jen. Which one of the which which one of the Baja Bound adventures is that? So it's probably Jen because Tim wouldn't say anything nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways, had a really good time uh, testing out some you know testing out the new gears. Got to hang out with the uh, racers. Although I don't really talk to talk to Eli a little bit. He yeah. re- he remember being on the show. Oh shit, he did. Yep. Yeah. Oh, wow. He remember talking about people's bikes on Rooster Endo. Nice, nice. Yeah. He was I, he was in a good mood uh-huh. like, still. And, 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 uh, it was, he hadn't announced that he's racing again. I know somebody asked the question earlier when I uh, mentioned I was there that, yeah, he's, he's announced he went to the Yamaha thing and announced on last, last Wednesday that he's coming back and seemed happy, Mm -hmm. which is cool. I mean, like, I remember when that guy like was on his Kawasaki all the time, he just seemed miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Not a, not a happy dude at the time. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, those guys were ripping around the track and, uh, it's it's cool to be able to to watch the guys race at a national and then get a chance to actually go out in the track and and they 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 groomed it they made it nice because you know some journalists probably would complain about having to ride around a rough track but uh, super cool <laughs> so got to do that um, one I, Ricky bra uh, back bra well my phone says bra back ah, when okay. I call when I ask it to call him it says do you want to call Ricky bra back <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And then he blocks me. But yeah, it's a nice shirt, Ricky. Yeah. Hey, how come <laughs> there was no Honda rally bikes at the this intro? At what intro? The Alpine Star intro. Oh, like last time? Yeah, yeah. Because it was in Washington. Oh. Yeah. They didn't invite the rally team out. Although the, the I think the guys are out here because one of the guys from the KTM team got hurt. Mm. 
So Kevin Benavides, I heard, broke his wrist. It's on the on the news release circuit today. So River Shirt. It's called River Shirt. Nice one. So uh, anyhow, uh, what cologne is Matt wearing? Jerry, he's far enough away that I can't smell him, but I will do that during the break. That's what I'm going to get excited to do. But I did a little research. I was doing a little research on our on our show here, our mm-hmm. uh, multi cross dimensional multi platform uh, show. And Jerry always wants to know if his show where his show was in. And the only way I can judge how good a show is is in the ratings. And if I was better prepared, which never am. I would tell you which number show it is so you could go help Jerry's ego here. But Jerry, you're in the top 20. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 number one co-host based on show views, Logan Tyler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's... On that shocking note, we're going to take a quick little uh, commercial break. And, and we can we'll... come back with some, uh, I think, Jason Abbott. Okay, we'll come, we'll come back come with back. some Jason Abbott, some Can-Am talk, maybe some Stark talk. Talk about new Yamahas. We'll get going. What's up, Moto Buddies? Mike here from Taco Moto Co. What is the Taco Touch? It's the best service in the industry. Virtually 24-7 tech support via email or text. And it's like having a dirt bike doctor on call every day of the year, helping you fix your bike or recommend parts or setups for you. If you've ever received an order from us, you know that the Taco Touch extends to our fulfillment and our orders come with the coolest stickers that you've ever had, uh, buying parts from anybody before and a handful of root beer barrel candies. Um, All of our Taco Moto Co. branded components come with a no questions asked lifetime warranty and we'll even extend out the warranty of other manufacturers, OEM and aftermarket parts where we can, sometimes for life. We test and tune endlessly and exhaustively and obsessively. We're trying to destroy everything that we can before you get your hands on it to look for weaknesses and to improve it or to make recommendations to the manufacturer. And if it's something that doesn't uh, meet grade, then we don't offer it on the store. Everything that we carry is something that we have personally used, tested, and ridden, and raced, and knows meets uh, the high taco touch demanding standard. Go out and get some adventure. Okay, welcome back to Tech Talk Taco Tuesday, live from Pahrump. Jimmy Lewis, Matt Mattoon in studio. We have Jason Abbott on the phone. Jason helped us out with the Rooster Endo a couple weeks ago. And he is also Can-Am's... I saw your your, your title changed. Uh, well, the, the title's kind of been the same. Uh, it uh, sounds very professional, but the uh, global uh, PR specialist for the Can-Am on-road division, which covers uh, the three-wheel vehicles and the newly uh, announced uh, two-wheel electric motorcycles. Um, so that's uh, that's the exciting, you know, deal. Uh, I I have it's been a lot of a lot of fun. It's it, you know I'm enjoying it, and uh, you know. Having a real job, you know, instead of uh, you know out there popping wheelies and doing editorial oh, stuff. Oh, you're, you're, you're you couldn't make it as a YouTuber. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The the YouTube <laughs> thing, man. I, I I hate hearing myself uh, on video. So <laughs> good. Well, we're we're doing that to you tonight. Um, thanks for uh, calling, joining in. But this is a instead of, instead of just commenting on other people's bikes. Although you're more than welcome to stick around for Rooster Endo. Um. So Can Am. Hey, do I get to used to make motorcycles? Yeah, so used to make um, used to make 
motorcycles back in the day. Uh, you know, you know, interesting, interesting note. I remember when John Martin was like Can-Am's guy racing the cross country and the, I think, I don't know if they had GNCCs back then, but uh, yeah, there's some, there's definitely some, uh, some history there. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of history. Um, I mean, they were doing, uh, they were winning the ISDE, they were winning the motocross championships. Um, you know, they were, they were doing, they were very, very disruptive back in the day. So, uh, yeah, it was, uh, you know, that was what, 50 years ago when they, when they started, uh, the Canon motorcycles back in the day. So we just, uh, recently had the 50th anniversary. So, uh, you know, just in time for the electric motorcycles. So the and when when they're talking about motocross, was uh, were the Jones brothers Gary Jones and and uh, his brother racing those things? Yeah, Gary Gary was uh, was definitely one of them. Uh, I mean, there's and there's a there's a list of of iconic names, um, but yeah, Gary was definitely uh, involved. Dwayne, man, I I love that guy. He was such a he was such a good dude. We used to go. Yep in his, uh, in his garage back in the day when I worked at the, at the local motorcycle dealership, uh, and man, he used to do suspension and he used to take his little grinding tool and put his name on all the suspension with the grinding tool. So you knew that Dwayne did your suspension. So <laughs> yeah, he's a, he was a good dude for sure. Yeah. Um, so, so I, I kind of heard there was, there was bikes coming, um, and I, I suspected they were electric. You you hadn't said anything. And then today we kind of got a, we sort of got a glimpse of them. And then I thought it was going to be one, you know, the first video I watched, it was just all teasing. They didn't really kind of show anything you could see. And then, then bang, we got pictures. And so Matt, we've got a picture that we can yep. pop up of the adventure bike. And so they are electric. And, and like earlier we were talking about um, sort of, uh, you know, cross-platforming thing. And the kind of the interesting thing with electric stuff is that you can sort of build your engine slash battery, you know, platform and then start wrapping different things around it. Uh, and then, so the street, the street one, what did they call it? This one's called the. So the, the, what I, I also call it, it's, I say it's a light adventure bike. They call it say like a dual sport model, but I, I feel like it's, you know, more along the lines of a, of a light ADV. Um, but that one is called the, the K&M origin. Um, origin. and then, yes. And then the, the, uh, the street version, which is kind of, it's more kind of like a roadster, like a naked roadster. Like it, it's pretty cool looking. Uh, that one is the K&M pulse. Yeah. So um, they kind of, they kind of, like I said, they they look like the 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 core part of it, the engine part of it is similar, but uh, you know, styling. I am I'm not a super big fan of the upper square part. You know, the the top part. I like the, I like everything behind it. <laughs> it looks, yeah, yeah. It looks good, but uh, like it, it, it's it's hard to predict. Uh, you know, styling and where trends are going and stuff, and you see so many different uh, designs. But single sided swing arm. Yeah, single sided swing arm, um, and it's it's basically it is you know pretty much the same platform. Um, you just kind of uh, you know have different models uh, from you know from the same same platform, but it's it's all based around the Rotax uh, E Power engine that um, you know BRP, which is the the parent company of Can Am. Uh, BRP is uh, producing the, the the electric engine for it. So um, 
it's, you know, it's an exciting, it's an exciting time. Uh, you know, is, is uh, there, is it a, is it a chain drive? Uh, I, well, I, I'll have some information on that here in a few <laughs> weeks for you. Um, it is, it. it is, it is not a chain drive. Um, but I will have okay. some information on that. Um, you know, when we, when we move forward, uh, here in yeah. a few weeks. So, um, but yeah, the, uh, it's man, the, the, uh, production facility, uh, they built a whole factory or building a whole factory just for the production uh, of these motorcycles. Um, so it's, uh, they're all in on this. This is a, this is a serious project. Um, it's not something that they're just going to like, Oh, show up, let's do this, do this and have some fun. No, they're, they're really serious about it. There's a lot of really talented, uh, engineers, uh, involved with this project from, you know, the lead, the lead designer to the lead, um, you know, to the, to the lead of the whole program. And then the testing division, like everybody, everybody is very, very, very smart and very, uh, well-versed in, in their, in their individual categories. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I did actually have a chance to ride it recently, but, um, you know, it was, it was impressive. So. That's cool. Um, so, and I, just what I've seen, especially like with the where I pay attention to, is it in the UTV side? I mean, I've seen so many of the the the. It's the spider, right? Is the three wheeled? Yeah, the spider uh, is the larger one, kind of more touring, and then the Riker is the smaller one, which is kind of you know more of a uh, you know urban style, smaller, sporty. Um, so there's they cover all of the bases, right? The Riker is a small one, the, the urban. Then you have the F three, which is super sporty but it's bigger and so you can kind of do you know a little bit of everything with it and then the spider rt which is the touring model um you know that one that one is super comfortable uh we we were able to uh spend some or i was able to spend some time on the rt recently uh in uh, malibu we did a ride uh, we had a collaboration with the shoe surgeon where we did some custom uh custom rikers and then we created some custom riding shoes uh can-am inspired riding shoes and uh, yep. I was able to spend some time on the Riker and the and the RT, actually the F3 uh, Special Series as well. Um, and man, that, they're they're a lot of fun, and and it's just a whole different experience. And it actually, um, you know, opens opens the road to a whole new category and and people, you know, that maybe wouldn't you know ride motorcycle traditional motorcycles. Um, you know, it, it, it allows, you know, more people oh, to I, get into I mean, riding, I, you know, I see how many people just out here are converting their Harleys or their gold wings into trikes, <laughs> you know? And so it's like, all of a sudden you can buy something that actually works. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is. It's pretty cool. You know, like, uh, they're, they're hitting a whole other side, right? Like the, 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 the big thing in the motorcycle industry is how do we expand it? Right. How do we get new riders? Like how right. that topic has been been in conversation for i can't even tell you how many years you know how do we get new riders well what you what you guys do is can-am what you have to do is you have to figure how to get people out of side-by-sides and onto dirt bikes yeah yeah we need- <laughs> this this is this is where i is where it's kind of going with you know some of the stuff like the with the the three-wheeler things which are getting more and more popular especially we see tons of people that like you know they rent them in vegas they're always out here they'll do loops and stuff and there's big groups of them then um the 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 side by sides i sort of remember when they just started getting popular and how far they've come you know like you know you watch canam and polaris just push each other with the 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 design and development of these you know these things so 
I, I kind of remember, and I don't, I don't want to sound bad here. I kind of remember when the first, when the Can-Ams, they had no problem making a lot of power and stuff, but they were sort of a little bit, a little bit junky. Like they, they, they put a lot of power into a kind of a, like a chassis that wasn't ready to handle it. And then now where you see where they've come with these things, it's just the, they're, they're getting better and better. And if they're at that point with the, you know, if they're, if they're learning this stuff with the motors, with the side-by-sides and with the three-wheelers, the cars, it's going to come into the motorcycles too. Yeah, absolutely. The, the side-by-side, uh, you know, the four-wheel segment is, is, you know, grown leaps abound and, and it's like, it's they're man, they're, they're so cool. And, and the advancements that, that they've made in the, in that side-by-side category is, is huge. So, you know, we have the Red Bull, Red Bull factory racing, uh, Can-Am team that did Dakar and, you know what I mean? They have, they have a huge effort, uh, on that side. And, and man, it, like I said, it's, uh, it is definitely different than, you know, the, the original ones that you're speaking of for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've seen. I mean, I rode in some early ones, and 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 then I've ridden in a, a newer one, and it's like <laughs> night night and day. But and then and then so so there's this whole like on the on the dirt bike side, especially everybody's like like what's going on with electric? Like where is electric? And I'm still I'm still like I don't know because I don't know if it's ready for prime time. I think when it when you see the big, you know, the big manufacturers, the Hondas, Yamahas, KTMs really jump into it. KTM is kind of dabbling in a little bit, but I, I kind of think that they're, that they're going to change platforms and they're going to change voltages and batteries and stuff. I, I think this is still evolving and growing, you know, we've, and then we've all talked about, you know, the, the real place where it's going to adapt quickly is, is just urban mobility. Absolutely. You know, having, you know, just having something that's quiet, that's easy to easy to 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 fuel, for lack of a better term, that's 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 low low maintenance, and that's where the, you know, that's where these electric vehicles will start. And so my kind of question is, especially when I see something that's shaped like an adventure motorcycle or dual sport motorcycle, and I know you probably can't tell us, is it comes down to to range, range, and how or where can I charge this thing, and how long does it take? Yeah, I, I, that is, you know, that's the, that's the number one question with everybody, right? Like, you know, like, uh, when you're trying to equate it to, you know, the experiences that you have on combustion engines, you know, that that's one of the first things that come to mind is, is range and power and, and whatnot. But like you were saying, you know, the, the, you know, the urban side and the, the accessibility of it, right? Like, these, these motorcycles are going to open up a whole new category of riders because, you know, say somebody who is maybe, you know, a little, some people don't like the noise, right. Of a, of a traditional motorcycle. Some people don't like having to do the maintenance. Some people don't like, you know, like some people don't know how to use a clutch. A lot of people don't know. Yeah. As I say, they're, they're very, they're very easy to ride, Yeah, you know, cause it's always, it's just, it's just turn, it's just turn the throttle and, and, and you, you get the hardcore motorcyclists say, Oh, we don't want, everybody be able to do it. You know, this is our kind of our special territory. And it's like, no, I think you do want more people to do it. And it'll kind of see, you know, we'll see, you know, we'll see where it goes. I, I think, you know, we're starting to kids. There's, there'll be kids coming up now. Just like when, like when you were a kid, you couldn't ride a KTM because they didn't make one. And, right. and then they started making fifties. And now you have kids that have grown up and they've not ridden nothing but KTMs. And yeah, I, I mean, a, dude, the, 
my son, like he's a perfect example, right? So he's, he's 12, he'd be 13 next week. Um, you know, he did, uh, he's grown up around electric, right? Like we had an O set, uh, 20 that he grew up on and, and he loved the O set electric bike, right? Like that thing was amazing, right. like the trial style. And then, um, still, still to this day, still to this day, right now, if you said, Jimmy, what's the best electric bike made? O set. <laughs> yeah those things are rad like i would even ride it too like it was a lot of fun and then you know and then you know he had he had a uh a fifth you know a p-dub 50 and then a ktm 50 ktm 65 and then you know a crf 110 but then he was having the chance to ride the ktm electric uh 50 uh years ago right. and, and did a did a uh, we did a test actually with him and and dude he loves electric he thinks electric is the coolest thing Right. And so this is a whole new generation that has has been, you know, uh, they've been they've grown up around a different world. And so their thought process is no longer what, you know, the OG uh, thought process of, you know, the old school two stroke. Right. It was the same thing with yeah. two stroke to four stroke. And now we're going to yeah. electric. It's the same pushback and it's the same conversations um, so yeah. it's like, I, it's like, I don't like the sound of this one. I don't like the sound of that one. I don't like the characteristics. One. I don't, they, they all kind of do the same thing. And, yep. and I actually, I get a, I get a kick out of riding an electric bike that where you can hear your wheel spin. And it's actually, it's actually, it's kind of funny. Cause it's, to me, it's not that they're not that quiet. You know, when you're on the bike and you hear things rattle around and you hear it hitting the tires and stuff like that. Cause I, I, I ride a lot of bikes with quiet mufflers. So even some of my gas-powered bikes are a little bit quiet in the grand scheme of things. And, you know, so so it's, you know, sound is one thing. I mean, if, if it's really going to bother somebody that much, actually, I just got a business idea. Yeah. I'm going to make an app. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say this out loud, but I, should, I will. <laughs> no. I, I'm are you going to make the app or are you going to have me make the app? I'll, I'll have you make the app. I'm okay. patenting this right now. You better start working on this the minute. That I that I say this because okay. somebody else will. So <laughs> this this app connects to your to your to your um your throttle. It knows your throttle position, and it makes a noise in your headphones mm-hmm. for whatever you want. It can be a CR five hundred. It could be a YZ one twenty five. It could be uh open megaphone on a on a TT five hundred Yamaha, mm-hmm. and so you can have the experience of your life. On your Dude, electric bike, it's gonna be it's gonna be like the movies where they take a four stroke and they put an old school two stroke sound to it, and the dude takes off. You know what I mean? Like you can do yeah. whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's that's it's Terminator. <laughs> it's Terminator. The kid on the the kid on the the XR one hundred with the sixteen speed transmission. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He did he did like sixteen upshifts <laughs> when he was ch- getting chased by that Terminator. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. This uh, tell John to clip this section. That's a really good nugget mm-hmm. to pull out. <laughs> no, but man, like Jimmy's business seriously, idea. seriously, there's there's a there's a whole there's a whole other thing to it. You know, the electric side of things. And yes, like right when when you know, say the other manufacturers jump into it, you know, that'll be cool. But honestly, like Canams, Canams. Uh, very large company and they're going all in. So in, in reality, they're the first like large manufacturer Big. to just go all yeah. in, right? Like against, against everything. They're just, here we are, this is what we're doing. 
and they're they're going for it. So there's this is I mean it's it's cool to, it's cool to see. I mean I know how big of a company it is. You know they're they're making airplanes, right? Uh, so the the yeah the the there's a there's a different split like there's Bombardier and then there's BRP, right? So BRP okay. is is the they they're the parent company for you know Canem off road, Canem on road. Uh, they have Sea-Doo, Ski-Doo. Uh, they have you know a couple different boat companies. So the the BRP is separate from from Bombardier. Okay. Yeah. So, but anyhow, the the yeah, I'm 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 excited. I I want to like I said, I I will I'll ride anything. <laughs> so and, I'll test it out, and, and if it puts a smile on my face, then it's a good motorcycle. And so, it it will right. it, you'll be smiling. And, and you will have a chance to ride it. Uh, and, uh, it's, I mean, I, I definitely want to say more. Just tell him I'm an, I'm an influencer. Just say, (laughs) don't say I'm a journalist or anything like that. Just say, I know this guy, he's an influencer. Hey, George, George wants to know if it, it will hardly sound be an option on my app. And I think I'd probably get in trouble with the sound. I, they they might run into some patent issues if it went. Wait, did they actually patent it? I thought they tried to. Well, uh, Honda, Honda got in trouble because they sounded too much like a Harley. I think at one yeah, time. Yeah, they tried to detune it and make it run worse in order to uh, emulate the the Harley. The, yeah, because they did. They didn't use the. They didn't use the same engine configuration, mm-hmm. but they they did something to make it sound. And they like literally almost got in trouble for it. To, oh wow! To get the 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 whatever sound that <laughs> hey every every people ride for different reasons there's different things that that excite you and 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 whatever and i mean that's the like I, in all honesty that's the cool thing we see it when we you know bring th- people through the schools mm-hmm. you know just how much you know when when their riding improves and all of a sudden they can do so much more on the motorcycle you, you know you see it they don't care at that point they don't care about the sound the motorcycle makes like mm-hmm. it's it's not a thing i I get it. Like, well, what will the races sound like? And Formula One goes through this. Like, one of the things they're actually trying to do with Formula One is trying to bring some of the sound back, you know, because the turbos killed it. And it, it's, you know, mm. it's interesting. I think I, I, you know, I, I visualize what it's going to be like, but who knows? Yeah, I think it, I think it's when I and because I'm I'm not much of a quote fan of these kind of things. I'm more of a doer. So when I'm doing something. Like in the grand scheme of things, how important is the sound that I'm creating to my experience? Other than when I do, I've got you in my pocket, mm-hmm. then it's everything. And then people tell me, dude, we can't see. <laughs> <laughs> why did you, why did, why did you, they told me I should do it with a GoPro, Jason. No, they said, I, I they watched said, that one too. I watched, I watched Yeah, they, they told me I should do it. So I did it with a, I did it with a GoPro. I put it right back in my pocket. It looked exactly the same as my phone. So I don't know what they're trying to get at. <laughs> I think so. Oh, I think you misunderstood him, but no. Uh, no. really? <laughs> yeah. Well, don't worry. When I come to the intro, I'll probably try to pour gas in your electric motorcycle too. So, because yeah. I'm just a not Neanderthal. So how? So so on the fun level, I can t- I can just tell in your voice. I mean, because you, you, you even you know you were the press guy at Honda, and there was some things that you had to be. You know, you, you I, I learned from these guys. I can tell and. You'd come up to me and go, oh, I'm not going to bullshit you. <laughs> so I hear, I hear it in your voice. You're stoked on this thing. No, I, I really am. Uh, and that was one of the things when I joined the company last year, uh, right away, I was, I was, I pushed, I said, look, I need to ride this thing. 
Like I can't, I can't bullshit people. Right. I can't go, Oh yeah, it's great. Oh, but I've never written it. Like that's not my style. Right. Like, you know, I mean, right. I was at, I was at cycle news for what, 12 years or 10 years or something yeah. and tested every, every motorcycle or every motocross, and, you know, off-road and street bikes and everything. And then at Honda, you know, like there was, man, that was, there was a lot of different models that came through, you know, my hands before we, we gave them to you guys. And so, um, you know, being that, uh, I, I joined, you know, Can-Am and that was my number one. And, and I was given the opportunity, uh, you know, recently to, to go out to, uh, to test it at the facility. Uh, and it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, it was, um, I, I kind of came there. I was, I came there just full open-minded and just, just wanted to ride two wheels. So that's, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a motorcycle rider. You know that. That's you know. Yeah, oh yeah. And anything. Well, you race too. now. You race now. You're racing BMX. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> it, my my son got me to race BMX, and now you know it's like whatever, anything. Like I, it doesn't even matter. But you know, the the bike is it's a lot of fun. Um, no matter your skill level, it it is a lot of fun be, because of certain aspects of it, right? So. Uh, you know, both of them, you know, obviously being, you know, an off-road and, and motocross and guy that the origin is, you know, kind of my, my, uh, my favorite, if I can say that. Uh, but man, that pulse that, you know, the roadster style one, <laughs> that thing is really cool too. And so again, um, yeah, I just want to say so much, but it's, it's one of those things where like I came away you know, really impressed. And, um, you know, I, I, I got back home and put together, a you know, an email for, for the team and just, you know, it was, uh, it was very much like a, like a, uh, you know, a product, a bike review that I would do for the magazine. Right. Like I was back in that, but you know, like I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. And so, but yeah, we had, we had a lot of fun and, uh, like, like I said, the team is, is working hard, uh, at making it, the best that it could be. Um, so couple, so we're a couple, couple weeks out from getting the in the info uh, the deep dive. Yeah. So later, later this month, there's going to be, there's going to be some information that, that can be shared. Um, so, you know, I'll be in touch on that. Um, cool. uh, as far as, you know, the general, like the full unveil, um, I will, uh, again, it's like, I'll have all and have some more information here and then we can, you know, go from there. But, um, you know, in the, in those videos that we sent, so you might, you might see a little appearance in some of the videos that, that I sent over to you. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so, so, so we, we will, I'll try to tomorrow. I'll try to pop those up on our social media channels and then you can check that stuff out. Um, so what do you think of the Stark Stark Varg? Have you seen one? Dude, that, <laughs> that thing is cool, man. And you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I was a little bummed cause I was invited to go over to Spain and, and, uh, and test that thing, uh, over the summer. And it uh -huh. literally was right when I, right when I signed up, uh, over here at Can-Am. <laughs> and Dude, so, yeah. and I was like, should I go? Like, can I, 
I, it was, it was, it was one of those things where I really, really wanted to go, but then I knew that it wasn't, you know, the right thing to do, um, be as a, on the professional side. Uh, yeah. but man, that thing, that thing is bitching, you know, that thing is, uh, from a, a motocross standpoint. Um, I think they really, they did a good job. Um, from what I've seen so far, it's, it's, you know, hitting all the marks. I do have a friend, a local friend here in Idaho that is getting one. So, um, okay. I will, this is, this is, this is where I was, this is where I was going with it. You know, they've just been dangling this carrot out there. And, and initially when their first stuff came up, you know, when they talked about it, I was like, I was like, eh, numbers are a little too good to be true. Like that's, it's a, there's a lot of, you know, false pretenses and stuff just, at the time and then i know there's one running around out in california someplace and i uh, got trevor trevor hunters on it we're trying to trying to track the guy down maybe we'll get a ride on one yeah i, uh, I have a guy we heard, out we heard, here we heard, so we heard like i said 30, we heard 30 minutes on the track so that, that's the only news 30, i know about it 30 minutes on the track it has to be full power than if, if it's at you know i mean 30 minutes yeah. but then you would you would hope that the recharge rate would be would be fast enough where you can actually enjoy the whole day you know you weren't sitting yeah. around i mean 30 minutes is more than i mean there's not too many people that do 30 minute motos yeah that's i mean true. as much guy you know motor motocross guys as much guys that they, they talk about it there's very few guys that are pumping out 30 minute motos yeah the vet so, guys will do 15 minutes or whatever but like i said uh, if uh if you're interested there is one going to be floating around very soon in the next like couple of weeks, I believe. So, uh, cool. yeah. You do you want to stick around for uh, Rooster Endo? Got a minute or two? Yeah, I do. Uh, that's actually like it's one of my favorite segments of the show. So okay, I, I'm, gotta, a, I'm, a do, uh, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the show, dude. Oh, we don't know if it's going to work. I don't know. Uh, it's in my phone. It's in my ear right now. Can you hear it? I don't know if he can hear it. Oh, he won't be able to hear it. I can hear. We're calling. We're, we're calling a. Uh, Craig Hunter, yo, you're live on Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. Oh, how wonderful! Well, you, I guess you had questions. Jason, can you hear Craig? I can. You can. Okay, good. Oh, uh, okay, can but Craig but Craig, you can. Can you hear Jason? I cannot hear anybody okay. except you. Just me. Okay. Well, that I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, you could hear Matt though. Say hi, Matt. You should be able to hear me. Yeah. Hi. Hear that, Matt? Barely. Okay. I, ba- yeah, Matt's yeah. got a really quiet voice, and then uh, and then you're also on the line with uh, Jason Abbott, who you may not be able to hear. But I-, I wanted you on because first of all, you're I guess you're trying to sell a motorcycle, Craig. <laughs> oh, okay, my KTM. That's that's what I heard. Your kid. Oh, okay. or, or did you want to call up and try to get me to pay him more, or did you want him to <laughs> do you want him to move out to Nevada? So so Craig Craig Hunter, well, welcome to the show. Uh, he is the father of Trevor Hunter. The guy who um, he herds uh, wild horses while he's racing in Nevada. Mm-hmm. That's what Trevor's famous <laughs> for out here. So, so you you called in. What were you? What was the? Uh, what what was? Did you have a question? I had zero questions. My son Trevor said that you wanted me to call the show. That oh. was it. That's, that's <laughs> all I know, man. So if 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 Taco Tex is now running a, a live classifieds. Yes. Uh, perfect. Yeah. yeah well, I got a 21450 XCF, senior ridden. Senior ridden. Uh, senior <laughs> ridden. It's ready to go. Okay. So, Cone Val Forks, what do you, what do we got? Um, I'll ask you more questions about this in a few minutes. Have you, are you familiar with our segment we call Rooster Endo? N- no clue. 
No clue. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, is Trevor near you? Can he can he p- pull this up on the screen so you can look at some things? Because this is a, so this sec- segment is brought to you by Tacomoto. That's tacomoto.co, and we have this segment called Roosterendo, where basically viewers of this show send us a picture of their bike, and we like it to be a really nice picture, but sometimes we get bad ones. But they send us a picture of their bike, and then they tell us a little bit about it, and then our job as professional motorcycle reviewers is to tell you whether that bike roosts or endos so i i thought and and so we started calling this for a while we started calling roost endo or for sale because we (laughs) people that wanted to sell their bike found a great way to advertise it like ricky brabeck was probably the worst Mm -hmm. every time he had a bike for sale he'd hey i got a new bike he'd say oh yeah we'll squeeze it in yeah show up on the show and then and then it, you know, the list looked just like it would be on the classifieds. The only thing he didn't put in there was the price. We're still waiting on the finder's fees, by the way. Finder's fees. Yeah, he'd sell them right away. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Craig Hunter, uh, Jason Abbott, well, welcome to Taco Moto's Roost or Endo. Matt's going to call up the first bike. We're going to look at it. If you can't see it, we'll give you the best description possible. Look, okay. Char- Char- I got Trevor's here. He's going to. Trevor's pulling it up. I, he's opening it up. He's, so your, just, he, he's your technical expert. My technical, yeah, my technical expert is pulling it up. Okay, uh, Jason, can you see it? Yes, I can. All right. So I first... mean, I'm sure I'm sure there's a long line, long list of people looking to buy my bike. <laughs> I mean, this is so. I what, mean, twenty twenty what twenty 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 one twenty twenty one KTM four fifty XCF. Yep. Vet ridden. See Magnum. 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 So, so I'm pretty sure just cause I, cause I know a thing or two that wh- where are the stock forks? The, the stock forks? Yeah. Uh, the stock forks are probably in Todd Davis's garage, which I could put back on the bike. That was the deal. Uh huh. Okay. Cause, so, yeah. cause I, I'm sure these, like these Trevor acquired these, you know, janky cone valve forks and you just thought they were better. So you threw them on there. I, I, I gotta tell you, I mean. I'm a believer in those cone valves over the air forks. Over okay, the air I can forks. see you now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I see you. You look great in that Hawaiian shirt. It's a it's a river shirt. Actually, I okay. should I should come visit you on the on the on the lake. And this is, Ricky got me this. It's a it's called a river shirt. Evidently. Yeah. To come out next to the weekend of the twelfth, you can come out. We'll give you a nice uh, fast boat ride, and and we'll throw back some Sierra Nevadas and have, have a good time. I'll pound hoops with Trevor in the morning. It'll be a complete uh, there day. There you go. <laughs> All right. So we'll get going on this first segment. Okay, second. first bike. So this is Scott Allen. Scott Submi- Allen. He submitted a 2018 KTM 450 EXE six-day edition. Mods include Psycho handguards, Moscow Moto reckless bags, JD jetting EFI tuner, picture taken last year while riding on the Washington uh, uh, backcountry discovery route north of uh, concurrently uh, Washington. Con- Con- oh, you can't say the name. I can't say the name. Well, it says it's misspelled according to Google Docs. Okay. Well, sometimes the names are misspelled. Um, so uh, he had he had an easy name to remember. And I can't yeah, remember. Scott Allen. Scott Allen. He's got two first names. S- Scott, next time your buddy takes your picture, turn into the light a little bit. Just get just maybe maybe three quarter lighting. You think, Matt? Yeah, yeah. Just a little bit. Having a hard time. Those bags are good though, right? Yeah, yeah. Happy good with bags. Those, happy with the bags. Yeah. Matt Matt survived. Um, most of our uh, our cove ride with th- those bags, although I had to carry, I'd do all the heavy lifting. I had 128 pounds of crap on my motorcycle, mm-hmm. 
and you had how much? Right, like thirty. No, I, had, I had a hundred. I don't remember hundred. Yeah, I had hundred something. I had like maybe four. I had just under forty. Under forty pounds. I didn't know it was that much. I thought it was like. Uh, was I thought that, it was. I thought it was. Was 20. it nearly thirty or nearly forty? Nearly thirty. So that means twenty-eight. You texted me. Yeah, I texted um, it, so I don't have to remember it. Uh, um, I, I'm, 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 I'm struggling with this one. I want a better photo. <laughs> Any, any, uh, I'm liking that he didn't put a big beluga pipe on it. He didn't have a pipe, right? Didn't say pipe. Nope. He has a stock gas tank too. How do you do a BDR with a stock gas tank unless one of his recluse? Or his, 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 his what, you, you, okay. Talk, t- talk to the show, Craig. Tell us what you think. Oh, what do I think? Yeah. Oh, I don't, this is so far out of my realm. I mean, if I'm not on a GP track, uh, I mean, to me, it looks like a lot of extra weight. And I don't like taking long rides, but uh, it doesn't look abused to me. I you, mean, it looks good. You just went on. A, I like it. You just went. Okay. Like you just went on a 12 day vacation, evidently taking, yeah. taking your son fishing all the time. You know how much better fishing spots you could have got to if you had this bike? Because you could easily strap a fishing pole to the side of this thing. Yeah. You know, I, I seriously, seriously have to admit, I would, you know, as I get older, I think maybe I should race less and maybe start doing some of these longer excursions. Um, I don't know. Yeah, eventually, I eventually you'll, you'll catch up with me. Right. <laughs> I, uh, maybe, maybe you need to invite me on one of your death marches across the desert or something. <laughs> no, I get, I'm getting old. Actually only go riding, only, only, only go riding with me when my wife goes, okay, Jason, what's your, what's your take on it? You like this. I know this. Oh, we lose him. Did you lose oh, him? I'm asking him to unmute here. You muted him? No, I think he might mute himself. You, there oh, you muted himself? Yeah, I'm sorry. Had about kids that. yelling at him. <laughs> okay. No, I'm going to change the get... security settings so you can. Sorry. Yeah, ahead. I had to. Uh, I had to get another beer. So. <laughs> <laughs> to make Rusterendo go down easier. Hey, uh, by yeah. the way, I'm drinking tonight. I'm not actually drinking tequila. Uh, for uh, we'll go and drop the picture down real quick. Yep. Yeah, so you can go to my the the quick the the close the close up there. So today, Adictivo. So this is actually a whiskey, um, made by a Mexican tequila company, and it's it's tequila. It's it's I'm sorry, it's whiskey that's aged in barrels that held tequila before, and before that they held whiskey. So it's really good, super smooth, super tasty. Um, okay, back to our bike. Yep. Back to our bike. <laughs> Back yeah. to our bike, uh, Jason. You know what this this guy's doing it, man. Like he's he's living living his best life right there. Uh, yeah, I uh, I applaud him for getting out there. And the the stock take is is definitely a, a head scratcher with that with that large of uh, bag on the back. You know, that's like an adventure style bag. Uh, but he has he has all the goodies, right? The handguards. He has the, the straps in case he goes off trails and he just pulls bike yeah. back up on the trail. Like <laughs> you know, like he he's he's doing it. I hope he has a seat concept seat on there too. Uh, I I definitely like a bigger um I'd like a bigger uh, gas tank. But other than that, I'm I'm gonna go endo. It's a roost, man. That's roost? a roost. Uh, Craig. Rooster Endo, where'd he go? 
I'm here now to uh, try to mute my phone, but no. Um, oh, because I, I think it's a roost for sure. Okay, uh, Jason, he's you're roosting. I know this. Yeah, that's a roost all day. I I just I it's thinking he's a bigger gas tank. Okay, there we go. Next next bike up. Okay, well let me gotta rearrange some stuff here. Okay, so this is a resubmission. Actually, this person had previously submitted this bike, but we made fun of the photo, so he resubmitted with a different photo. <laughs> so this one's from uh don't have the name, I just have the email, which is uh gun trip at uh something.com, I forgot. 2017 Husqvarna FE250 submitted by uh Graham Guntrip. Second submission of the same bike. Jimmy hammered me on the first one. Takamoto Titty Tail, uh fork mounted signal lights, Moto Z tires. So it's a that's a bitch in photo, because I want to ride there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good that's a good photo. He got the lighting a lot better in our first submission, you know? Like yeah. it's it's a little neutral. His submission before it was just a, like straight on from the back, so we only saw like the rear tire and the rear fender. It was imagine if he walked around the back of this bike and just shot a picture of the bike, but he was standing like right on top of it, so all you saw was like mud and dirt. So good good job on that. Nice nice stock bike. I'm liking that. Pays a viewer of the show definitely. Mm-hmm. If you put titty tail in titty it, tail, you're a real yeah. you're a real uh, real one. Yeah, that's the Taco Moto titty tail. Tacomoto.co uh, helping us out with this. $100 gift certificate up for grabs. Um, roost for following instructions. Major roost because I remember his first submission, the riding area looked amazing. Yeah. Oh, the uh, riding area did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even like from behind? A, mm-hmm. Oh, I don't remember this. You actually saw more of the trails. The on the on there? So is this roost or endo, Craig? Uh, is there seal savers on those forks? I don't think so. Oh, there might be. It looks like there is. Matt, Matt, no, look, Matt, Matt, I'll, I'll zoom in, Matt, but Matt can zoom in. And, I'll, I'll zoom in, but the fork guard, it just looks like the fork guards, honestly. Um, it's just the way that the angle and the way that, that right there is just the, the fork seal, isn't it? Yeah, I guess it is. Okay. S- something up there, but yeah. Jason? Man, I, I'm pumped on this i you know it's uh the guy's doing a good job i just wish i would be able to see more of the mountain like he's blocking the mountain with his bike i want to see the i want to see the outdoors <laughs> let me see if i can find his original post his original <laughs> you, submission you really know quick. you know what's you know what's funny though it's it's like i feel like i've been there <laughs> it, it feels like this one place on the tour of idaho uh that um it's just i remember it was this one place we spent up a lot of time up there shooting part of the video Oh, I, I remembered it wrong. I see it was backwards. It was the front we could only see. Front of the bike. Okay. So here's his original submission. So oh, it's, it's, where it's, haven't it, you been, Jimmy? That's the question. Where haven't you been? Yeah, I remember we talked about all we talked about was the riding. We wanted to go do hill yeah. climbs over. We want to go to Erzberg over there on the on the side of the hill. He told yeah. us where it was, I think, when we did it, but he doesn't have to say it. It's it's his own private Idaho. Um yeah, uh I'm going with Roost. So next, oh wait, Jason did. Yeah, no, it's Jason a, roosted it. Yeah, it's a roost. Oh, yeah. That his second picture was a lot better. That first one was that's crazy. <laughs> it literally. I mean, it makes like, you. Yeah. It, both of them make you want to go to ride. I mean, he he. I guess he deserves a, a resubmit. We allow this every yeah. once in a while. We break yeah, our own yeah, rules. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're just guidelines, anyways. All right, so this next submission is going to be from one uh, Christopher Weekly. A uh, tech guy wants to know what is the freaking email address. A uh, Matt dot Matt at JimmyLewisOffroad dot com. Matt at JimmyLewisOffRoad.com. Uh, you put it in there, you're going to get so spammed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nothing new. Anyway, so this next one is Christopher, your- 
Christopher Weasley, not Weekly Weasley, uh, 2021 Beta 300RR, FMF Power Core Silencer, Super Sprock Sprockets, Dunlop AT81 EX uh, Rear, IRC VX30 Front, TM Design Skid Plate, uh, Polysport Clutch and Ignition Cover, a Chair B's VSL Headlight, Fork Shoes, and a Front Rotor Guard. Torque one levers, pro taper AFC bars, an all pro, all moto performance revalved and pro, uh, properly sprung suspension. Bike, uh, sorry, the engine is virtually untouched because it's perfect. It's without a doubt going to be my forever bike. Okay, so he's not interested in buying your bike, uh, Craig, uh, which is a, a 2021 KTM 450 XCF that's for sale. What what is uh, how do people contact you to to buy this particular bike that you've uh, wrecked the forks on? I wrecked the fucks on. No, I'm just case that would say I stock is best, but um, <laughs> they can reach out through Trevor. I mean, okay. or through you, right? I mean, just, just go to just go to dirtbiketest.com, Say where is this Craig's bike for sale? And 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 you're right. you're selling it because you're trying to support your kid's racing habit. Right, right. <laughs> he sucks, right. He's sucking me dry. I got to sell everything <laughs> to keep him keep him going. Um, okay, so I I. Betas look sharp. They were good looking yeah, bikes. They look, they look, uh, yeah, they look, they have that Italian sexy to them. Uh, 300R is a great bike. I kind of, I kind of like his color combo there, even with that plastic front discard. You know, I'm mm-hmm. a fan of those, not the big metal ones. Uh, I'm, 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 it looks like, it almost looks like he was standing like right down the trail from our first photo yeah, guy. Yeah. Like the, the background, it looks like the same, same mountains. Kind of the same same zone, but that does look a lot like the 2013 that John had too. That engine. Well, the engine's exactly the same. Yeah. I mean, it's they're they're pretty pretty close. Uh, yeah, if it's his forever bike, he's stoked on it. That's good. Uh, nice nice picture. He almost clipped off his tail there, but um, you might it, Matt zooms him in sometimes and can't really judge a whole lot. Um, there's not a there's not a super hot swimsuit model right behind the bike on the side of the bike or anything like that no no that's why it's not called rooster endo or strippers because everything is better with strippers Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh craig what do you think uh the beta uh, i don't know there's too many aftermarket parts i don't know i mean sometimes they bolt on all this stuff um how much how much aftermarket stuff does yours have on it besides the forks that is all stock. That, I got everything in stock. Stock, stock just, is stock. Yep. So, so you, I was. Oh no, I do have a seat. I have a. I have a. Uh, I have seat concepts. I have the. the, the what do you have? The enduro seat, Trevor? Is that what it is? Oh, with the with the, the rip, comfort. The, the, the comfort XL seat on my bike. What? <laughs> on a, on a yeah, on a yeah. grand on a Grand Prix race bike. On a GP Master race bike, I sure do. So, because this yep. guy has seat concepts, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. So this is C concepts. You, you should. I have can't this. believe Trevor. Trevor should be able to get my picture of my bike over to you. But I mean, with all his technology, he's be able to have something over to you. Oh, we don't. We, we don't. We. I told him that there's no way we're going to promote you selling your bike on the show. I said this is not going to happen. <laughs> you didn't even know why you called, and I said t- I told him. I don't know why. I told him we're not trying. We're not going to try to sell Craig's 2021 KTM 450 XCF with cone valve forks. This that, that bike. I mean. That's the bike that everybody really wants, especially if they don't want to go buy a brand new one. 
and mm-hmm. they want to get a used one. It's a really good bike. I, what's the finder's fee again that I'm going to get for this? I think at least uh, 20%. 20%. Okay. Yeah, I think I think what, we charge steep here. What do, now now they're just dabbling in this cuz we didn't want to talk about it. How much are you selling it for? Uh, any reasonable offer. Reasonable offer accepted. Is, is there a discount if they come through a dirt bike test somehow? Sure. We we arrange this. Uh, 100%. Okay. I'm all I'm you know, I'll, share, I'll share the love. I have oh, a I have a link going. I, I will get a link going. I have a truck that that needs some dent removal. I don't know if you've heard about this. Maybe we could work a deal. <laughs> we can. We can work a deal because my because my son, his he he's he's took all my tools and he's he's he's, he's on his way to success right now. So one eight hundred he's one eight hundred dent doc. <laughs> Correct. I'm not. I'm. I don't go throw free gratuitous uh, p- plugs out. One eight hundred dent doc dot com. <laughs> so. If you do, then you're gonna have Trevor come to your door, and while he's pulling the dents out of your truck, he'll talk moto the whole time. Right. <laughs> so uh, you get a twofer with Trevor. The, the beta rooster endo. At, for me, I, I it's good. These guys, I've actually ridden these bikes. I raced them at a 24 hour. They're they're, they're awesome bikes. So some, somebody wants somebody want to know how durable they are. Mm-hmm. It, it was one of our questions. Yeah. Durable, yeah, very really durable. Good. Yeah, very good bikes. Roost, roost for me as well. And uh, Jason, yep, it's uh, it's a roost. This this bike is it looks really really clean. People, uh, the people guys, are starting to learn guys, not to send us. They're starting not to send us crap anymore. Yeah, yeah. too many too many. Yeah, roosts. no, this we is need to... this is good, and and, and I feel bad because I'm like trying to pick it apart, but it's not. On a side note. Uh, I do have a 2003 CR250 for sale if anybody is interested. 2003 <laughs> CR250. I'm trying to think of it. Let's see. Oh, so 97 was the first year of the aluminum frame. Is that the first year the frames got kind of skinny? Yeah. So that was, uh, so what? Oh, 02 was the first year. Uh, after o- that, 01, that was really square. And then it got skinny on the 02 and then the 03. And then they right. changed again on the 05. 05 through 07 was a different one. The 02 through 04. Electric, electric power valve or not? Electric power valve, yes. The, the RC electric valve. Power valve. Or whatever, yeah. The RC yeah. valve. Yeah. yeah. The, the uh, Instabog Insta power valve. Yeah, it's. Uh, I do have it <laughs> dialed in, though, because we, we were able to get some some uh, some specs from, oh, some, from the guys. Some good stuff? Yeah, yeah. from the guys, you know. <laughs> So uh, that should, with all the popularity in the two strokes, that thing, especially the Hondas these days, that should, uh, get you some, uh, get you some, so, um, yeah, we're not talking about any bikes for sale. So that bike roost, it's a triple roost. Yeah. Roost. And Matt quadruple roost. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we might have our first end of the night though. Oh, first end. And Here it's we funny go. you bring up Hondas. I'm getting excited. Well, it's not all KTMs as usual, right? Uh Oh, yeah. Uh oh, I got a preview right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got we we have our first uh probable oh. endo here. Wait a minute. Okay, at least it kind of, it doesn't even fit on the screen. No. Nope. Okay, so it's shot on the it's shot vertical on the screen on the phone. Yep. He sent his phone screen in. What, what okay, do, what do we have here? From Connor Steele, a 2006 CRF 250X. The only mods are a tuck gummy rear with moose, white bros muffler with four. 40 bucks on which was 40 bucks on Craigslist, a Cherby skid plate, springs for rider weight, airbox opened up, carb was rejetted, emissions blocked off. I typically ride a 450, but I'm convinced this is the best trail bike out there. Just wish it was fuel injected. Uh, so he said the only mods are, and then he made a list that's a that's a mile long. 
No, like six mods, yeah. Well, it seemed like you were listing off mods for a long time. I actually have to gummy, I, I, gummy tire. Only it said only mods, and then I and then I was expecting one, and when you just kept rattling on, I, I started adjusting knobs on the soundboard because well, it was more. Well, to interesting. be fair, he says mods plural. Oh, okay, so two. I should have waited for two. Because uh, you said you said started saying tire, and I saw that, and mm-hmm. then I saw the muffler, mm-hmm. and was that the second thing? No, yeah, yeah. A White Bros muffler, muffler, which was only forty bucks on Craigslist. Oh, it's. Oh, it's a used one because yeah, I was I was saying it's it, if it's forty bucks, it was an Amazon full knockoff, like the Pro Circuit muffler I got uh-huh. from for my uh, my CRF two thirty. Uh, Mark says this is an endo because you have so many great bikes. <laughs> Horrible picture. <laughs> Horrible picture. Yeah, you took at least thirty seconds to 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 do the do the picture. Like his shadows on the picture, you can see another bike no, there. That's that's the bike shadow. No, isn't, his his isn't, shadow can't be in that picture, Matt, because of the, oh, the, yeah, way, the, the way the shadow is. Yeah, yeah. Aren't you like a rocket scientist or something? No, no, no. I'm not a rocket scientist. Okay. No, you put me put me away from whiteboard. I'm not very smart. Oh, you need a whiteboard to figure things out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm going. Uh, Connor's in the chat right now. Last minute trail pick. Okay. Endo. Yeah. I. I. I think what so. That is a good bike, and his mods. Yeah, he's he's got he's done the things to it that make it a really good bike. Because on the two fifties, on the four fifties, you can get away with running a stock muffler on those, but on the two fifties, you need to do something to them. And if you have the quiet insert on the White Brothers pipe, the, those pipes used to make power, and they were they're also long, so they actually weren't that weren't that bad. Um. Yeah, endo because of the endo because of the photo. The I think the bike roosts the photo endos, and that's where I'm at. Endo for me. What about you guys, Craig? Uh, I, yeah, there's a, I, there's nothing there for me. I mean, it's just <laughs> it's not my appetite. It's not my wheelhouse. What about I'm the sorry. What about the KTM in the distance? You're just a KTM guy now. No, I'm no. Believe it or not, I'm I'm kind of I may be going blue, but uh oh. But I, I'm at the KTM. I can't talk bad about them. KTM's are—they've been awesome. My last three bikes have been KTM's, and they've never left me stranded. They're solid bikes. Okay, Connor so. said he's—he was too busy roosting uh, to get a good photo. I'm—I'm—that's a—that's a good thing. And here—here here comes in our guy that just gives everything a roost. Jason, what are we saying? Well, it, yeah, it's an endo. The, the photo, like, <laughs> the, the I usually like, uh, like, only like ass shots of uh, certain, uh, only, <laughs> only certain, ki- certain kinds of ass shots. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, uh, yeah, I tend, tend to agree. It's a, it's a multiple endo just, and, and he's, he's submitted a few different bikes. Hasn't Connor? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. A few different bikes over the years. So we have anything, one more. One last one. One last one. It's another Honda too. Is it? Yep. It looks orange in the photo. Well, I, I'm just so drawn to the KTM in the background, right? <laughs> what? So That is uh, not a, is that a Honda? Oh my God. A, yep. That's a 2019 450L set up to be a solid dual sport. That's a huge uh, thing. See the front fender there? But anyway, the, um, the, the droopy front fender. Yeah. The highlights are it's a 20, 20 liter nomad tank with radiator guards. 
Uh, stealthy flywheel weight from Takamoto. Resistor mod on coolant temperature sensor to fix Honda's jerky throttle. Disables 100% fuel cut and thermostatic switch in the coolant hose for the fan. Steg pegs. Fast weight Evo 4 pegs within the low position. Zeta 30 millimeter uh, internal lowering kit front and rear. Added SKF dual friction seals while I was in there. Canon Racecraft Spring. AXP Moose uh, skid plate. Uh, tubeless front and rear. Double take mirrors. Uh, tail titty with a flipped brake lights uh, lens to keep the mud off of it. Heated grips for early slash late season riding. Homemade stuff was a wide, comfortable seat. Had light lift to clear the fender bag and raise the white windscreen. Cut down a windscreen from a Cowie Z900 and also made a custom dash with tack, USB charger, and bypass switches for the resistors. And then he sent me a little extra, little bonus stuff about the bike in the background too. Which but is an X, just, it's an XR650. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. I yeah. have to pull up his email again, but I'm really sure it was. I can I can see he's got the big Turby's tank. So so XR650 in the background. Yeah. So. That that guy loves his motorcycle, mm-hmm. and and I can tell he's a Honda guy uh, to go to to go to those those lengths, and he's he's, I mean to go to the, to to do the resistor stuff and do all that thing he's he's working on some things. Mm-hmm. I mean he's he's like tuning it to to his his needs. Uh, from that standpoint, it roosts uh, roost on the four fifty L loose lose for the tubeless and stuff for a failure. Um, I, I kind of feel the same way about tubeless for dual sport use. I, I mean, it's, there's some, there's some reasons it can be an advantage and other reasons it it's maybe there's one extra thing to fail inside there. Um, but you can say that about moose and you can say that about tubes and everything. So, um, and he made his own seat. Yep. So my question would be, would it have been less expensive to go, to get a seat concept seat? To and and would it, and is it as good? That would be that would be my question because the seat concept seats are really really good uh, with the, especially the ones that have the extra padding and stuff. So I I kind of. I kind of like the effort that he went to this thing. He did a little bit of everything to it. Not, not all, not my cup of tea, but uh, he's kind of crossed off all the, all the different things. Jason, I'm going to let you go ahead and go. Former Honda guy. Yeah. This guy went all out. This is more of a light adventure bike. What he's doing to it. I mean, it's well over 300 pounds with that tank and, and everything that he's putting on it. Right. Cause those things are high 280 stock. Right. Um, I, I definitely appreciate the amount of effort that he put into it and the things that he did because everything that he did was, you know, uh, along the right lines. Uh, but he, yeah, yep. he definitely loves his bike. He's at the, and it's funny. One of my buddies told me the other day, I said this on a ride years ago that any day that you're riding next to like a river or you're riding next to riding up to a lake or whatever is a good day. So I'm going to roost on this one because this guy is out there and he's doing it. And I truly appreciate his enthusiasm with, with everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's what I said. I mean, it was, like I said, it's not, it's not exactly, it, it, you know, you know what, Matt, this guy, this guy could be a Cove rider. Oh yeah. Except, yeah. except a Cove's not a Honda. 
It's not a Honda. <laughs> not a Honda. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. Even so, though this is the bike you compared it to. Yeah, double. That is. Yeah. That's, it's exactly, you know, and especially with the the tank. I, I, it's not a Safari tank. What they, what was the tank called? It was a Nomad tank. A nomad. Well, maybe it is a Safari Nomad. So that's, is that what it's, anyways. Dude, that's um, like a five or seven gallon tank. Like that thing's obnoxious. Oh, yeah. It's it's a it's a big one. It's like you know it's like the Cherby's ones I run in my KTM's big radiator, but does protect the radiators. Uh, Craig, not in your wheelhouse, but you went fishing last well, week. Well, I will tell you though, my opinion is this guy gets an A plus for effort for personalization. Um, you know the fairing, the the number plate fairing, it may be a little bit much, but once again, a lot of effort. Uh, the seat. You know, what kind of foam did he use? Is it a my pillow foam? <laughs> What's going on underneath that underneath there? So uh yeah, yeah, it's really not in my wheelhouse, but he gets a he gets huge effort for you know, a lot of mods there. Yeah. I w I, I would take that fender bag off the front and get it someplace get it someplace else, but maybe he needs all that extra storage. And then, you know, if he if he compresses the suspension, he's gonna get a very interesting noise when that front tire rubs on the on the fender um but uh yeah i'm gonna i'm kind of you know like i'm gonna have to go roost i think everybody's kind of in oh it's a roost it's a roost for you too yep so okay now it comes to the part of the show and and uh where we have to decide how we're gonna dish out taco mike's hundred dollar taco bill it's for me it's down to two different bikes i have a clear winner you have a clear winner uh do you have a clear winner craig well, my, you know, the bike he, the, the bike he already wants is that you haven't put up on the screen yet. <laughs> oh, oh, you think you're going to get a hundred dollars for a bike that you're trying to sell on this show? I'm going to hang up well, on you. Well, why not? I mean, <laughs> come on. Let's, let's push, let's push the envelope. Did Trevor I mean, already send you a, did Trevor send you an email? Who knows? I I just emailed it to Matt. I just emailed the picture to Matt. He hit sitting in his inbox. Oh uh, yeah. We're not, we're not going to go there next week. If it's not sold, we'll, we'll put it up there and then, and then. You've never seen a bike endo so hard. We'll probably we'll probably put it in there upside down and add some. We'll Photoshop it a little bit. Tell everybody what's really been done to it. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. Okay, Jason, where anyway. where where are we at for your favorite? So okay, so Craig, which besides your bike that you're trying to sell for an undisclosed amount of money, uh, yet to be determined, which one is your favorite bike of our bikes here? The beta. The beta. Okay. Oh well. Yep. That was that like no hesitation. Yeah. Um, oh, because it was because it was the most race bike. Got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Vet racer Craig that I I told him he he could come out and take my class and I'd make him like thirty seconds a lap faster around a Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. Still hasn't taken me up on the offer. Huh. Yep. I, if I if it would work, I would I would do it. If it would work, I would do it. <laughs> Yeah, nobody believes me, Matt. Money, money back guarantee. Uh, yeah, I'll do money back guarantee. I'll, I'd even All do right. one with a private lesson. I'll do a private money back guarantee. Okay, there you got two people, two two coaches that'll that'll help you out. Jason, where are we at with the which which is our winner tonight? So I'm a little all over the place. I have some favorites, but I, uh, so that last guy with the 450L, the effort, like super impressed with that. Uh, with yep. his light, he's that's a light adventure bike, you know. Sure. The, the beta was an amazing build, but he looks like he already has everything done to it. Like I wouldn't really change anything on that bike. And the picture was good, but I'm going to go with the first one because the guy took 
like uh, took the effort to put himself in the photo as well, right? He's oh. on the BDR. He has all I'll of the bags, but I wanted I want to see him put a bigger tank on there so he could explore more, right? So that hundred dollars will go towards his his uh, big tank, right? Like that looks just like uh, okay. That, that guy makes me want to ride, right? He's out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. He has his stuff. Like that's like that's exciting to me, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, 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 so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm kind of right there with you on a lot of it. So for me, it was between this one and the second one, which was the guy who improved his photo. That's my clear winner. Really? Like it's, it's not even close for me because okay. we loved the first submission he meant and sent for the riding area. And this time he sent in a good bike and, and this he, one's my winner. And here's, and here's, here's, here's our thing is that, so I was in the same thing. I'm looking at this bike. It's pretty stock. Mm-hmm. He, he, yep. he went, he he could use the he, money. He, okay, he can use he can use the money. It's pretty yep. stock, but here's here's why I'm agreeing with Jason. I'm going with the first bike because if he had if he had actually gone out and shot a whole nother photo and you know gone to some extra effort to give us the photo he should have given us the first time because I know this is the same photo in the same location. He mm-hmm. just gave us a different. He sh- he sent us the wrong photo, so now he sent us the right photo and a resubmit, which I appreciate. It was good, but the so and he could use the he could use the money because he could do it with the bike. I like the guy that did the first one because he did it right pretty much the first time, even though it's a little bit back backlit. Uh, I'm going with, I'm going with number one. I, I was almost gonna I was almost gonna say you know what we didn't do a show last week, mm-hmm. so we'll just give out two Takamoto things and just uh, cut Mike some slack on the back end of the of the of the of the contract. <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. We're going with the photo number one. Okay. So what was is a very simple name? Scott Allen. Scott Allen. Congratulations. Yeah, Scott Allen. Congratulations on uh, winning that. Reach uh, out to me and we'll get you dialed in. Reach you, out to me. But yeah. you have to use the money to get a big tank. <laughs> yeah, you have to go to Takamoto and get the big tank. I mean, a hundred dollars off a big tank is is good. That's that's a good good start because tanks are two three hundred bucks. You know, actually, what you need to do is get a big tank. And since you got the hundred bucks, use that to throw the fuel tank assembly into it. So you have a complete tank and on that bike, it would take you five minutes to take the seat off, take your tank off, plop that tank on and put the seat back on with, if you had the tank, uh, the fuel pump assembly in there. And then Taco Mike can also, one of the best things they sell are some of their upgraded fuel tank setups. So they have it all, it's all ready to plug and play with better fuel filters and better pumps and all the different things. So go to tacomoto.co if anything I just said interests you or you want to just support the uh, tell them tell them Tech Talk Taco Tuesday sent you. Yeah. It almost sounds like Taco Moto. Same yeah. thing. We're all about tacos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or pizza wheels according to our buddy that uh was going to make us a new logo. So uh thank you Jason uh 90 uh, 2003 CR250 for sale. Absolutely, absolutely, and it's well, very clean. Has a uh, uh, everything I can I can show it to you. I'll send in the submission for next week. Uh, okay, we'll have we'll have a special segment of uh, Roost Endo for sale next week with <laughs> yeah. all of our uh, contributors' help. Thanks, uh, thanks for calling in, Craig. Tell your yes, sir. Tell your kid to keep making me money. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go. We'll see you uh, soon, Craig. Uh, Thanks for joining in. All right. Okay. Thanks for having me. All right on. <laughs> and uh, 
so we got soaking soaking turtle says hey jimmy i just picked up a 2023 yz250x good job i hope he told his yamaha dealer he heard about it on tech talk taco tuesday do you have any maps or advice for slow technical or map advice for slow technical single track i ride out in arizona i'm going to tell you something you do out in arizona don't touch the bushes they all have pricks in them mm-hmm. yeah it's uh <laughs> that's what you do uh yeah we do have some we do have some maps um you have you have a map no, I think it, it's just Trevor's map, I think. Trevor's map. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I I do have some maps for that bike. So uh send us uh send us an email so I can I can email them to you. Uh go ahead and do it to Jimmy at dirtbiketest.com and I will uh be able to email them back to you in the format. I think I have to do it through the I have to do it through the app. Yeah. That's yeah, the yeah. way you do it. So I actually need to get your email address in an easy way and my fat fingers don't type email addresses very go very good. So uh That'll help you along. But uh, what, you know, on that bike, it's a little easier on the 250s and the 450s and kind of getting a getting a, a better map for some reason, just because they, most guys like it when you kind of smooth or shift the power down low. And uh, that's what we did on, uh, that's what we did on that one. I like our maps on that bike. Yeah, yeah, they're not bad. Yeah. I, I haven't taken that thing out for a little bit, but it's just been too Yeah, you hot. should ride dirt bikes. It's good. Actually, yeah. I would, wish I would have rode this morning, but I drove a tractor around instead because the dirt was wet. Yeah. So anyways, uh, okay, that should wrap it up for most of our questions, most of our show. Um, so go to Yamaha. Yamaha released all their info on their new bikes. Check check it out. It looks just like the old bike. It's showing a picture of uh, back when I used to be able to get sideways. Mm-hmm. Trevor wishes he could do photos like this. Yeah. So yeah. wait, didn't you say you're actually more straight in that fi- picture than it looks? Is the camera tilted? No, no. So you can see. Actually, this is this is a this is a, when they used to make magazines with real photos. So this is the photo they used to shoot the picture for the. They shot a photo and laid this thing out, and you can see where they they cropped it with a pen, and they actually did change the angle. So if you look at the line, that's kind of straight, mm-hmm. and then this photo is like kind of tilted like compared to the photo they actually aligned a little bit so yeah they, they may gave me a little bit of cheat but i think i'm probably just hopping over the backside of a berm or something like uh-huh. that i'm thinking of a different photo from holton from chris oh yeah no that is a chris holtner photo i can tell that guy mm-hmm. was that guy was fun to work with so okay everybody um thanks for uh happy hot days uh thanks dennis yeah he's in alaska right yeah it's yeah probably, it's he probably just came back from iceland too nice days Oh, he went on a ride up in Iceland. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So cool. So anybody, everybody, thanks a lot for joining in. Uh, as always, support, support us. You can click through our Amazon and Rocky Mountain ATVMC links in our little thing at Dirt Bike Test. Just click drop down, uh, get some of that stuff. There's links probably in the description of this show. Again, we'd like to thank Double Take Mirrors, Boltproof Designs. Hey, I rode my KTM 300 when I was up in the mountains the other day mm-hmm. and it has the bulletproof designs pegs. And I was on a bike with stock pegs earlier. Yeah. And then I rode that one and I'm like, Oh my God, like so grippy. And I like grippy foot pegs. You know, this Uh fast company. I'm always running the flex handlebars trail tech, DDC climb Scott sports, Takamoto and Yamaha. Thanks to all those guys. And we will see you out in the trail. Cheers.